Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. What is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back. This has been a long time coming, unfortunately, uh, but it's for a good reason. Uh, we have been busy. We just moved down into Burley, and this is like where the permanent home of the podcast is going to be for the foreseeable future. I need to read out the ads as I do each and every week. Um, and we have a new sponsor on board for the show this week but every time a new advertiser comes on i really want to reiterate the fact that i'm just not trying to sell this shit out i really want to believe i want you guys basically it's like i want you guys to buy what we're advertising because it is good essentially like that's really the long and the short of it this company that is on board with us now is a company by the name of ridge wallet and it's a really cool story. Uh, the guys reached out and they said, oh, have you heard of this company? I was like, actually, I had one of your wallets in the US, but I fucking lost it. And I was devoted and I just, I never ended up getting another one, but I really liked it. It's a minimalist wallet. Um, we've posted some photos to our Instagram. Uh, it's a minimalist wallet and it's got the uh, RFID um, protection so people can't like scan your cards uh, it's made out of either titanium or carbon fiber basically your cards go in it expands out um, as your cards go in and the wallet is basically the size of a business card it's just the thickness uh, changes as you put more cards inside because let's be honest with when it comes to a wallet like receipts should be given to your tax folder like, whatever folder you've got let there's no reason you should like put a receipt in a wallet and just let it sit there. And then you end up with this ridiculously fat wallet of receipts. And I'm guilty of it until I got my new Ridge wallet the other day. Like that's what I did. And I went through my wallet and I took out like three cards and a little bit of cash. And that's it. I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous for this weight that I've been carrying around. You just don't need all that shit. And you especially don't need to be holding onto receipts for months and months like I do. And I know everyone does it. Uh, so with the Ridge Wallet, super minimalist. Uh, it's this, It's literally the outline of a credit card, but it's just a little bit thicker. Um, I've got the titanium version, uh, which you'll see on our Gypsy Tales Instagram at Gypsy Tale Podcast. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really cool to have one of those again. So it, would, it was really cool when the guys reached out and, and were like, have you heard of this? And I was like, man, I love that product. 
a bit of background there was started as a father-son company funded by kickstarter uh and now they're killing it but it's just because every now and again a couple dudes have a really good idea that solves a problem that you didn't know you had so yeah as uh as a favor as a gift make this whole process a little bit easier uh, you can get free worldwide shipping and you can also get 10 percent off uh, by going to ridgewallet.com slash chips going and use the code chips going as always uh, and you can get yeah that free worldwide shipping and 10 percent off the next ad is to the homies at nobby uh i am going to thailand uh sorry vietnam tomorrow uh like i alluded to at the start of this i'm going for 10 days and i'm taking 10 nobbies with me that is 10 months uh of your subscription i'm gonna have fresh duds every time i swing a leg over that damn motorcycle because uh, we're riding from the top of Vietnam to the bottom or the bottom to the top, whatever. That, it's like the top year tour. Uh, so we're doing that. I'll have my girlfriend on the back. Uh, she will probably be in Nobbies as well. I'd say there's actually a very, very good chance she will be in Nobbies the entire time too. Um, but yeah, besides the point, you can go and join the Nobby Nation at nobbyunderwear.com.au. 20 bucks a month gets you a fresh pair of deadly duds. Um, and yeah, this has been a partnership that has been really really good for us and it has also been really good for a lot of the gypsy gang a lot of you have subscribed and i get a lot of feedback i get constant feedback uh through instagram about how good the undies are how pumped they are again i'm not out here trying to sling shit uh it just uh, just suck it'd suck i'd hate to be here and just be bullshitting and then people be like dude fucking underwear is shit why'd you sell me this shit uh, but that's not the case literally i don't get that and it feels good because i just yeah i don't want to be doing that i don't want to be selling garbage all right my guest tonight is my good friend and he is my friend because of the podcast we talk about it too this is this is one of like the coolest things about doing this podcast is the fact that I get to meet people that are better than me at a lot of different stuff. I get to hear their um, perspectives. I get to hear their stories. I get to hear their opinions. I get to get into their headspace for a few hours and really see what makes these guys tick that just have these incredible stories, incredible lives. And in the case of my good friend, Michael Crawley, I get to get an insight into his incredible business, which is Valley Eyewear, uh, which you can look up. I'm pretty sure it's just valleyeyewear.com or Valley Eyewear on Instagram. He has created a very special business. Um, in a business market, I guess you'd say, where it's like all about um, Instagram influencers and all that kind of stuff, he just makes badass shit that people want to wear. And then he will get people like Chris Hemsworth, Marilyn Manson, Kat Von D, homies from Slayer. He gets... Every, Johnny Depp, everybody wearing his shit and they do the marketing for him. He, he figured out how to make a company where people buy his product and then market it for him. So that's interesting. And if you can create a company in this landscape that does that, um, you're a guy that's super, super interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway, I kind of went off topic a little bit there, but He's a guy I met through the podcast. Um, we'd only ever exchanged a few texts the first time we met before we did our first podcast together. Uh, and since then, it's been about a year. Uh, we're good mates. I love the dude. 
Um, I'd talk to him every chance I get. And you might be like, I haven't seen a Michael Crawley podcast before. Well, it was pretty early on and the podcast caused some controversy, which led to me having to pull it down, which we talk about. Um, so yeah, we sort of go through and, and cover a little bit of that. Uh, on a, like a sad, gnarly note, um, after the podcast, yeah, the day after, uh, Crawley spoke to me about some news that he got that his best friend's wife, uh, was just diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. Um, yeah, I was shattered. We've just lost, about a year ago, we lost someone, uh, in my ex, well, my family, my, my partners, my girlfriend's, uh, mum um, to something similar and we were rattled, um, big time to say the least. So yeah, Crawley finds out that his best friend's wife has uh, terminal brain cancer. Um, so I, they've, they've started a GoFundMe page, um, to help out with that. So if anyone, uh, in the gypsy gang, uh, wants to help out, I'm going to put the link in my bio on at Gypsy Tales Podcast. Uh, anything helps if you if you can spare it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm shattered to hear that, um, and I really uh, I really wish the best for Joel and his wife Beck as they go through this. Um, they've got a five year old, they've got a one year old, and it's yeah, it's literally that's the worst case scenario. That's as, as tragic as it gets. Um, so any, any help, uh, would be appreciated. Um, so yeah, sorry to sort of have that as like a, a bit of a downer as we lead into this. Um, but look, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. I, I wanted to sort of do whatever I could, um, to sort of, to help. Um, but yeah, this was, this was a great podcast. We, um, we sat down, it was the first one in the new studio, uh, we drank a bottle of wine together and I was lit by the end of it. I don't drink a lot these days, um, but it was fun. We went back and forward. It was a great conversation between two friends. Uh, this wasn't an interview. Um, and yeah, I hope everyone enjoys it as much as I enjoyed sitting down and talking to the man, MC Michael Crawley. MC, <laughs> we're back. I'm back. Cheers, bro. Cheers, man. It's good to be back. What happened to your uh, your last podcast that we went to, missing? We have to remove it. <sighs> Not bad, eh? Not a bad drop. <clears throat> yeah. Little New Zealand number. Cheeky. Cheeky NZ. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, what uh, what did <clears throat> what happened to your last well, podcast? <clears throat> we had a little bit of uh, speculation. Legal issues. Alleg- alleg- all right, so let's start it off. Let's rephrase it. Okay. Allegedly, what happened with your last podcast? Uh, allegedly, uh, we got in a little bit of strife um, because um, through my adventurous location scouting <laughs> for my Valley campaigns, once again, I apparently overstepped the mark. And uh, yeah, one of the locations I shot at in Eastern Europe was a little sensitive. Sus. It was uh, sensitive to its a certain group, a certain group who uh, the history around the location. So, um, yeah, I had the our last podcast had to be removed, which is a shame. It is a shame because a, a, lot shame. Of, a lot of people enjoyed that. I know. I'm really sorry that we had to, and it's out of my control. But um, yeah, I had to 
I made uh, BBC, CNN, New York Times, New York Post, USA Today. Really? Cover of a Serbian newspaper. Um, yeah, like, man, I went to a lot of effort to scout some locations that I thought would be Could, vi- visually... They were amazing. They were like, amazing. The campaign looks so insane. <clears throat> yeah, and it was a bit of negligence on my part because I didn't do the background checks on the history of a couple of the locations and it was sensitive because of the history that happened there so out of respect for the people mm. i had to had to pull parts of the campaign parts of it do you think that like did they find out like through the podcast or did you know how people found out about uh, um, it i think that someone found out about it through the podcast and um it was a lady in canada and um you know and i actually thought when i she first contacted me i thought that it was a joke like someone was just really? fucking with me and i'm because i like think of this man i'd flown from australia to eastern europe with six people dropped over 60 70 thousand dollars in seven days to shoot a campaign that i thought with my team back here in Australia when I laid it all out I was like how's what I'm gonna do everyone was like holy fuck Psyching. psycho let's do this and um yeah so I thought this person was like you know you've disrespected this culture and that culture and I was like man come on do you really think for a moment that I would pack yeah. up all my team and disrespect anybody in any race religion or history like no this these monuments and these um, locations as far as I'm concerned and still am concerned are some of the most breathtaking mm. scenery and things I've ever seen and so I just wanted to create content that was authentic and crazy that made people go, holy fuck, Valley mm. Eyewear goes to the edge of the earth to create content that's breathtaking. Not, I wasn't trying to, you know, disrespect anything that happened in those regions and those areas, but it, it did offend some people. And I think because we're a company and they looked at it as like commercial gain. Yeah. That they, it just fucking went. And you know what? Is the media just chased me like a fucking... Me and my wife had to pretty much go into hiding. Was it that crazy? It was gnarly, man. Because you sent me like a pretty... wouldn't say like frantic, but I guess for like how cool you are. Mm, and like... I was fr- I was fucking you, freaking out, man. Yeah, like I got a very frantic text and I, there was no context behind it. And you yeah. just said, hey man, like I really need you to pull that down ASAP, like everything. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck. And I sort of had an idea that it might have yeah pardon me might have been um because of the way because of that yeah and i was but then i was like fuck no way like surely not i was devastated because you know what the the, um the the, why we were there was for purely artistic visual like like you know these the locations of spominix throughout eastern europe like there's websites telling people you should go and find them these are phenomenal mm. and so I've tracked out my favourite ones like boom 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 this is because you had a book on them right yeah the video guy um, who shoots for us Liam he's a legend bought me a book in New York and he goes MC look at these locations this is going to be amazing we should do this and I was like yeah that's a sick idea yeah and you know what like I said negligence I should have done a little more research on what that meant to certain people but at the time we had a, we did we pulled the trigger on it within a couple of weeks yeah that's what I remember you saying it, it was out. like bang 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 Let's and then we it. were there we heard like oh you know this was a this location meant this and that and we knew it was dark and you know it had a bit of history but I didn't realise it was that sensitive to people and mm. but yeah anyway learning curve won't do that again um, a little more research into the you know I'm not yeah. going to go shooting in boring locations because it pisses people off like fuck you sorry 
it's it's I'm crazy. a respectful guy and we're a respectful brand. I would never do anything to offend anyone, race, religion, or sex. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. People are crazy. And the media, like I said, hunted me like a fucking... Like I was just a bit of meat and they're a pack of wild dogs and it was crazy, mate. Like we... I seriously... Yeah, it was nuts. Um, it was a good learning curve though. Like I said, um, as quick as it came, as quick as it disappeared, but it rattled us for a couple of days. Yeah, dude, I was going to say like we live in a world where you can really see like uh, like a, that 48-hour, 72-hour news yeah. cycle. Yeah. Oh, totally. And then it's like people... So do you, you know Harry Bink? Have you heard of Harry Bink? No. He's a freestyle dude. Oh, sorry. And I have. Yeah, you, I have I he's have been on the podcast. I have. So, sorry, I have heard of him, yeah. So, dude, he bought these two goats. Yep. Mini goats, right? Yep. And he bought them from like a breeder, paid like fucking good money for these things. <laughs> yeah. They already had their horns cut because apparently when they've got horns, they just want to fucking headbutt everything. Yep. So, anyway, he does all the right things, right? Yep. And then he just treats these goats like his dogs. And yep. he just, dude, walking down the street in Burley got these goats following him like they were so sick to where they didn't have leads on or nothing <laughs> no like, these goats were just following him around and uh anyway he was like obviously he's got a big following like he's a, yep. one of the biggest freestyle athletes verified yep. on instagram and shit so it's like that sort of stuff gets out yeah sure. and so anyway <laughs> he's like wild goats ch- chasing around dude and like it's funny because we got um oh that's why i was like i'm turning yours down and mine up um yep yeah there we go so yeah we've got uh, we're at the beach with him and then there's like the no dog sign at the beach yeah but there's no no goat sign <laughs> and the uh, like even the lifeguard comes up to us and the lifeguard was like because uh, we actually had a, another dog with us he's like hey the dog's got to go and we're like what about the goats and he's like I don't know like I don't it's like it doesn't <laughs> no one say no goat goats to the beach. Yeah. yeah so anyway like he was just a 20 something year old kid yeah that's fucking pumped he's killing it yeah and he's just like he's I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get some goats and like that's sick so anyway he posted a video uh throwing the goats in the air yeah and like catching it yeah. like you know people throw their kids oh. and shit so he sends his goat in the air yep and then he catches it fine like there's yep. no, nothing's wrong with the goats yeah so anyway there's like all of these groups like animal cruelty groups oh god just the <coughs> flick of a switch bro Oh. just turn into like a mob right yeah so anyway he goes to sleep and he wakes up and uh one of my buddies does like handles like some of his instagram stuff yep. and he was in america and he's like hey dude don't read your comments don't do anything like you're in a bit of trouble with these goats anyway yeah hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments on his yep. page and then they would go on to like all of his sponsors, like Nitro Circus, Monster Unit. They're like, you support an animal abuser, blah, 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 blah. Just a fucking shitstorm, dude. Like yep. it was on Channel 7 News, like crazy shit yep. that like he's this animal abuser, dude. And yeah. it's like, I felt so bad for him because like I would talk to him be like, fuck, how's the goats going? How's this yep. and that going? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh man, I'm watching documentaries on goats and I'm like, He's, he legit cared, you know? <laughs> yeah. And this mob turned on him, bro. And it yeah. was like, yeah, they sent all these emails to his sponsors and everything like that. So anyway, it got so... Like, he was in fucking tears and shit, man. Yeah. Like, fully rattled him, eh? Yeah. And um, anyway, he ended up giving the goats back. Yeah. But it's just like, what the fuck do people have to better to do? And That's it would so have been crazy. the same thing with you. Is It's yeah. like, if, if people get context, like, that shoot that you guys did is Valley. Yeah. 
Like you guys are counterculture. <clears throat> you guys yeah. are unique. You yep. guys are this super handcrafted boutique like experience. Yeah, and it's like, sure. that's what you're buying <clears throat> into. And it's like, that that's what whole... you want to do in the shoot. You want to give people like, that's a reflection yep. of the brand. Yeah, totally. And that's the thing too, like, like we we're talking about before that authenticity, you know, like creating content that's authentic. Like we, like I make sure that, it, um, as we've done from day one, that any shoot I do, I go to the effort. Like, mm. I don't just do it. Oh, let's just do this. They're well thought out and they're well planned. Or they're Dude, even the studio shoot you did at Gold Coast Studio. That's yeah. one of the best things I've ever seen come out of that place. Yeah, cheers, thanks. But yeah, like you know, and I always want it to have its own look. And it's like when you make something, you know, when you make glasses, we go to the effort with like. Or, you know, I'll go and search, like source the best hinges or the best mm. optics or, you know, just those things. I think when you go to that extra effort with everything you do, that like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It just kind of shows that we go above and beyond and we're still going to keep doing it. Like, yeah. You know, but it, like I said, that was just a good learning curve. And and I think too, like people just want to, they'll go after the a story that a lot of these newspapers and these yeah. the media now, they have like contracted people that would just jump on a story and unfortunately, BBC jumped on our story, and because that's such a big hub big, for the media, yeah. everyone jumped onto onto it. And in saying that, though, it was the biggest uh, month of online sales we've ever had. So thank you. Yeah, dude, I was just gonna say, like, <laughs> how much fucking money did you guys make? Yeah, so like, any publicity is good publicity. Unfortunately, mm. we offended some people, but thanks, online sales were awesome. I'm not sorry. Yeah, I mean, and it's like it's because like. And like we spoke about it obviously a lot yeah. in the podcast and there was no like there was no mention of like oh this shoot is gonna fucking cause so much shit we're gonna never, get all, like it was never our intention. And, dude, I'll fucking post yeah. the thing of yeah. you talking about it. Like it wasn't that, like mm. it was the visuals. Yeah. Like all the That's, messages you was, sent me, like yeah. everything was just look at these visuals and like yeah. you could get. It looked like Star Wars. It was you know? crazy. I thought when you sent me that I didn't yeah. think it was real. Like <laughs> remember you said that. I, I remember think you it was said, real. "Where the fuck did you?" Like you thought I did it in a studio. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. I was like, "How I the?" F- it looks. It was. It looked so fake. It looked yeah. like really good CGI composition and the yep. way that. Whoever flew the drone as well was like yeah, obviously I was flying a, the drone. Were you? A, I was going to say that dude is a good pilot. <laughs> dude, that, I borrowed my friend's drone. That was the first time I'd flown the drone, <laughs> dude. Because like the way that you were composing, like as a person yeah. that has flown drones forever, yeah. Like the way that you were composing certain shots and like it looked yeah. fake. Yeah, like, did. that's it, what. Like you know when people put After Effects <clears throat> titles in, yeah, and that it like moves in in the, Does the spin, yeah, yeah, with like its own camera, yeah, that, that's what it looked like. And I was like, how yep. the fuck did they do this? Well, yeah, that's after we did the one in Bulgaria where we went to that one from that Communist Party headquarters that was abandoned. Yeah, that was kind of the the reason that we did these Eastern European ones afterwards. I was like, well, you know what, this is a mental follow on because people were like, whoa, they went to Bulgaria. Yeah, and we got that crazy structure, and we used that Jordan Barrett kid and it was a big we got a lot of like publicity from it It was a good like campaign shoot and i was like okay well a step on from that would be to find other abandoned structures or symbolism in eastern europe but pump the fashion up have had like you know brother and sister models like it was sick so the intention was just like a step on from that never to like make world news like (laughs) you know and it was crazy but like i said my wife tonight was like do not talk about what happened last year but I'm like, I don't know. You can't not talk about it. it happened. Um, the what the media said was not true. 
Yeah. Um, we apologized. We said if we offended anybody because we shot at a location that had a dark history. Sorry. Like we did. Yeah. We didn't mean disrespect, but God damn, it's a beautiful looking spot. And what, like, what can you do? Like you, it's you done. know, the, yeah, it's like, and, but if you say like, like I have this when I'm in arguments with people, I'll be yeah. like, Hey, that wasn't my intention. <clears throat> you either, totally. you, do you believe me? Yeah. Or do you think I'm lying? Yeah. Because if you believe me that that wasn't my intention, then this should be no big deal now. Yeah. You should be like, okay, apology accepted. Yeah. You know what's that's too cool, man? that's the thing about that yeah, shit. Yeah, I had the head of like the Jewish community of Australia um, call me on my phone. He was actually an amazing guy. Legend. Really? And I said, he goes, hey man, uh, you know, you've got to pull down that this location it's got this history and I said you know I, I knew it had a dark history I didn't know that it, it would offend people that if we shot in front of it like yeah. it was just a video shot whatever and um, he was like hey man worse things have happened like you should he was telling me a couple of stories <laughs> that happened with other brands shooting at locations it's just big uh. and, um, but he was really cool and he backed me in the media and he was like mate Mr. Crawley was very apologetic blah 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 and um, that, they, that was not their intentions he knew they weren't our intentions and like you said he believed our yeah and that's what I mean like, he was that's like, what it's just like it's just over. like a fucking he's like it's a shit show but don't worry about it it'll blow over and it did as quick as it came in it went out like fucking happy days dude you know what like where you said any publicity is good publicity yeah you know where that's not the case fire festival Oh, 100%. <laughs> I just want to know where have the fuck Ja Rule is. Dude, right? <laughs> have you, so you've watched the documentary, watched it, yeah. My friend actually bought tickets and a guy, her ex-boyfriend, is in the doco. Oh, He's really? sitting at the table. I guess he worked on it or something. Oh. And what What was... What was it? Fuck, the guy really wanted to get that water out of customs, didn't he? Yeah, right? Dude. <laughs> he was going to yeah. take one for the team. Fuck. Wait, what a savage, bro. Like, mad respect he, to him for that. He didn't really have to admit that on the Netflix documentary, by the way. I know. Like, was that... Because uh, I didn't think he was gay. I feel like I got a pretty solid gator, but I was maybe I was yeah, just not I really... Did. did you think he was gay straight I up? I didn't. Not straight up, Yeah, no. I'm the same. Like, so maybe he's just not, like, a super flamboyant gay dude. <laughs> so, like, people think he's straight. So maybe yeah. he was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna let everybody let, know this. like all the people that know me know I'm gay but now I'm gonna let like all of the potential suitors yep. that I might bump into he's in gonna New be York City. at like um at the the parade what's the fuck what's it called the yeah, Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras yeah. on a big water float that dude yeah, just like, like bottles of water yeah, just yeah, full, like, what was it Aquafina or something it'll be like on an Aquafina <laughs> the aqueduct they should shape it out at like a duck out of Aquafina oh, oh, it's so good but dude like so I was living in the States when that whole thing was going down. <clears throat> and I crazy. remember, uh, like, just random Insta bitches that you know. Yep. I shouldn't say, sorry. I shouldn't say Insta bitches. <laughs> random girls that make money off Instagram. Instagram. Yep. And I, they'd all been invited to this festival. And yep. they were, like, the same chicks that would go, like, to Burning Man. Yep. And, like, that... Uh, whatever. It is what it is. Yep. But so, the... I think sometimes that shit's cringy because they just like latch on to like whatever's the most Instagrammable, like whatever whatever's got trending hashtags and shit. Oh, yeah. And they follow that around. And like Coachella was like, wasn't big when yep. I first moved to America. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like you could see Coachella just becoming this thing. And yep. there's people that like have no interest in live music, no interest in any of it. And they just rent these like big houses. It's not even about the music. Yeah. And it's like, it's not. Yep. And I mean, 
fuck whatever you yeah. know what I mean like to each each to their own whatever thing. floats your boat yeah. but Burning Man I feel like I feel a bit of a different way about because I'm like that's like a that's the legit thing you're where committed. like you're you a serious you can't hide mo- in a mansion no you're there. and you're a serious motherfucker that wants to go there yeah. like there's crazy shit and you're like going there with <clears throat> intentions of like yep. really doing some shit like I had someone tell like me when I was in LA thing, last man. year that I should take you can take your kids there fuck all that I was just like mate and she's a chick who told me that she's a good friend of mine Hannah she's awesome actually and she's like yeah MC you should take your kids and I'm like I feel like that is the last place in yeah. on earth I want my children so, to see that dude this the chick that I'm talking about she called me after because I, I had to work like I was really keen to go yeah. but I had to go away and uh, I've, I've still never been. It's one of the things I wish I did when I was there. But um, so... I've never been either. Dude, I'm fucking so keen. But uh, yeah, so she called me and I was like, how was it? And she's like, oh, it was like a lot. Like it was really full on. Like she was like weirded out by it. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's what it's like. That's what people do there. Like that's <coughs> why they you, go. you expect to be weirded out, right? Well, you spot like that's like real shit, man. Like there's people <laughs> that like go in there to just transcend you know i've heard some crazy stories and so but i think that that is then the fire festival is like the ultimate revenge (laughs) so like all that like that was they said it in the movie yeah like that in the documentary but it's like that is a metaphor for what instagram is to so many people is like this fake thing and it's like it's propped up by nonsense like they shared the same images over and over and like What's really yep. happening? Fuck under Jerry this. was doing all their um social, dude. Yeah. I, man, that Jerry Media, good on that fucking dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he has created a monster 100%. with fuck Jerry, and like that was a meme account. Yep, and now it's like a legitimate like, like agency. Pr- agency, yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, eh? Just but, me looking at. But yeah, so that whole that whole fire thing. But that dude's not coming back from that. And how's no. at the end? He starts ripping crew again he's again. just a hustler man he's got so that, but that's uh, not hustle that's like straight crooked it's crooked yeah fuck it's bad and that's just, balls throws he's made under the bus too in the process what like I don't yeah I don't fucking get how that dude does that like you're fuck. a sociopath at that point eh? 100% but yeah that, that was I think that's the case where it's like that publicity is like you're fucked <clears throat> yeah you are fucked but I guess like that goes to show like you didn't do anything wrong so, and people can see through yeah, I know, and you that's, know what what I mean? that's what I mean it's, I think it's because when all that shit went down which was pretty mate like we say all that shit went down it lasted five days yeah but um, and like when everyone who knows us or knows the uh, like knows the brand they're like oh that's valuable they always go and do crazy shit of course yeah, they didn't yeah. mean anything like fuck whatever yeah media just running with it just clutching at straws because nothing's fucking hot at the moment it's funny man like no I- celebrities to attack so they come for us Dude, I think about it all the time where like, um, like I'll say to people, they're like, oh, when they come on the podcast, they're like, okay, so what are you going to talk about? What's the questions? I'm like, no, that's not what it, that's <laughs> not what no it is because you like my honest opinion on it. And I, I did work in the media world of like interviewing yep. people and all that shit. Yep. And it's like the, you, like you don't need to dig no. Or you don't need to ask questions. Like if you just sit and listen for long enough, yeah. like the story comes out. Yeah, for but sure. That's not convenient. That's no. not that doesn't fit in a one minute thing. It doesn't type on a headline. Like so yeah. I think people need to manufacture stuff, but like we were talking about it before, like how big mm. the whole podcast thing's getting. Yeah. Is it's like you you're not forcing a story like 
like no. you've got a fucking incredible story like yeah. you're, you're a crazy dude the, the everything <laughs> that you've been through yeah, to get to this point of you sitting here right now like yeah that's a fucking story you yeah, know what i mean it's and, yeah and it's like if you just let it you know you just listen like the real shit's out yep. there that's what we were saying before you know and it's about um like i said you know uh since we last spoke i think i've four or five other eyewear brands have started around where mm. we live which is totally fine good that's great good luck to them um but as you know you can't it's like you know when you start build, building a car company you want to build cars like there's so much behind what you do and um creating a brand creating a label telling stories being the best that you can be um i heard something that actually said um if you make a million dollars a year um this is in generalization um that, that shows that you are the best in your field and I think, you know, and everyone else will make a hundred grand a year or 60 grand a year because they're mediocre. Mm. So I think that if you strive to be the best you can be and you make sure you dot your I's, cross your T's, yeah. and be the best in your field, you have nothing to worry about. You don't worry about what's happening around you, worry about what you're doing moving forward. Yeah. And I think that's what we've, what I've learned. I like, I'm stoked to see other brands start up and I wish them all the best. <clears throat> but, um, you know, it's, it's it's fucking hard work. Yeah, well, I think it's, that it's a twenty four seven job to do a label or a brand, and and it's it takes so much commitment. If you go into anything like anything in life, you go in half assed, and you don't give it two hundred and fifty percent, and be original, be authentic, and tell original stories, and people can see straight through your yeah. bullshit. Yeah, like you know, old fifty year old man comes in and tries to start a twenty year old sunglasses label. Like fucking please, mm. um, you know, you can't talk to the consumer, old boy yeah move along and, and it's like the what what you said at the start is something that i mean i've tried to live by and i don't know whether it's i should abandon fucking ship on it because i'm not exactly <laughs> killing it but like i think that the money is a byproduct oh, of totally like it will come and i mean we've started making more money out of this like yeah. you know what i mean so i it it does work what yeah. how far it goes sometimes is more to chance than you think but i yep. i think that if you do something for the right reasons and you yep. just try it like dude look how much effort went into this fucking little <laughs> dungeon yeah. for like probably three months yeah it's like epic. this will only last three months and then yeah. we'll, we'll move into the new studio but yep. it's like i just fucking care yeah it's like good. i i care so Same. much to to where like I'll bust my ass for a week building <clears throat> yep. a fucking studio for three months yep. and then move on but like it mattered like for whatever reason yeah. and like dude I woke up this morning and cause like we've been like we've had today planned yep. and I'm like fuck I just have to get this done I have to get <laughs> I this done I appreciate that we've and been trying for ages yeah, and back and forth <laughs> yeah, between <laughs> I'm hopeless by the way yeah. if ever was, anyone's listening to this I've tried to do um We've tried to do this podcast probably 10 times. I've jumped on a plane or I've fucked off somewhere. I've, I think I've sent about 20 sorry text messages. Um, <laughs> no, but I, but, mean, I get it. So yeah. it's not a big deal. Okay, but, like, yeah. but yeah, it's like, oh, I flaked on a few too. So yeah, I know. We but, did, it's um, a mutual thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's like, I, like, dude, I literally got out of bed this morning and I was just like, yeah. just put my fucking my hand at my face in my hands you just gotta go and I just sat day. on the edge it's of my like, bed and I'm just like straight in there yeah I'm just like fuck man like this is this is pointless like yeah. I'm not gonna be able to get this done yeah and I got up at six yeah and then you got here at seven and I was like <laughs> and you've been going all ready, day you know yeah and, that's all good but that's what commitment that, is you know, yeah, and committed, it, yeah and it's not like there's no direct paycheck 
no there's no the the thing with I think though too if 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 um, the purpose behind Tenille and myself and Matt doing Valley would be that if it was money like (laughs) why wouldn't be sitting here right now because it's not like you said it's having the the creative freedom to do whatever we want and you know what I get the most stoked on too man is like today I got a text message off a couple of people like like kind of famous people that asking for sunnies and I was just like fuck that's epic like they're like hey man can I get this can I get that like even uh, like Joel Parkinson rolls into the office today grabbed six pairs of new shades bought me a couple of cases of beer so there's some beer brother take six pairs of shades I'm off to Taj Burrow's wedding tomorrow need some new shades for the wedding sweet as man catch ya bang and yeah I shipped a bunch of shades off to the US some for Manson uh, Dave Catching from Eagles of Death Metal Jenny V the bass player of Eagles of Death Metal um uh, Black Asteroid a DJ from New York got some yeah, shit went out right. today like fuck just like I love like that makes me so happy that these people want to wear our shit we're not paying anyone to wear it they wear it because they love the product or they like what we do they like what it represents and I think a lot of people in my travels always say that they love the aesthetic of what we do but they love the, what it represents like yeah. you were saying before that kind of darker or that you know adventurous the campaigns are fucking like kind of I try, I've always tried to make them like um, kind of give you some emotion, you know, or have yeah. some kind of depth, some kind of meaning, or like whether it's the well, styling like, or it's like the location that's fucking outrageous, where it's like, what the fuck are they doing that for? You know, it's always like, what the fuck kind of thing. And um, and you do like you did evoke emotion with that last campaign. It was yeah. eerie, but it <clears throat> yeah. was special. Yeah, and for that's sure. The, you know, that's the that's one of the things that to go. I guess to go back to it, that sort of yeah. bugged me a little bit is that like it happened. Yeah, it was fucking gnarly like bad yeah. shit went down but it happened and the world is a for result sure. of it for like sure. that affected the world and obviously it was tragic and it was this and it was that yeah. but like look at now to to use the hitler thing yeah like that he's like a marker for society yeah of like fucking don't let that happen, happen again. again yeah for sure and it's like and you, I, you know what too when that, that happened though sensitive. man i got some beautiful emails as well on the flip side of that from people uh, from Eastern Europe that said, hey, dude, you know what? You guys created an amazing um, campaign. We know that your intentions were never like to yeah. go back on history. But um, one girl sent an email to myself and my wife and she said um, that everyone, uh, a lot of people, not everyone, a lot of people in Croatia, all they care about is war and soccer. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. She's like, but we think that you raise such awareness of that globally. The people that probably never knew about that monument now do. So thanks. That's what I mean. Like, like and so that's a, there's other ways to look at it in a in a positive way. You know, like fuck, like sorry, like you know, like you said. It ha- um, and like yeah. the world, we're at a good place in yeah. in humanity now, mm. right? And like. Hitler's probably got a fucking part to play in that. Yeah. Like, we got to see pure evil and we got yep. to see what happened when evil was unchecked. It won't yep. happen, bro. No way. Dude, you get called a Hitler for saying anything now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that to me, I think that it's. Uh, and Again, I, we just evoked emotion, to be exactly. honest. Exactly. And you, yeah. re- it's a, that reminder that this is real. And yeah. It, I even it, contacted like Globe after we did the shoot there, you know, because Globe released a video uh, like six weeks later of um, them skating on the monuments we went to. Oh. And, um, it seems a little bit more. Well, we were just standing there. They were like skating, yeah, yeah. actually skating on yeah. them. Apart from the main one that we got a bit of grief for. But, um, 
and uh, I messaged the guy, the marketing guy from Globe, and I was like, "Hey, man, just a heads up. This is coming your way. Uh, the, yeah, be careful, um, because I just got some grief for this, and you know, they they didn't get a single thing. So, like I said, I think at that point in time, maybe there was nothing in the media worth exactly getting it was two bobs worth, time, and it was yeah, just the timing was yeah. bad. And you know, I'm really good friends with the dudes from Globe, and nothing. nothing happened to them. Yeah, and you know, if you look at it, we walked in front of something. They skated on it and did a grind on the side of the wall on one of the monuments. We did the wrong thing. Yeah. I'm not saying they did the wrong thing, but I'm saying, hey, yeah, come on. Yeah, in the You can look at it like, yeah. fuck, come on, guys. Like, let's call a spade a spade here sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, fuck. But anyway, but yeah, it's all blown it's, over. It's, um, but yeah, I mean, it is that, that just, you just care. And like, you yeah. didn't have to do what you did. Like, you could yeah. have done it. Like you said, you probably dropped 60 grand on that campaign. Oh, I'm all... But you know, yeah, yeah. I suppose once a time you do all the fucking the ads and the, oh, easy. All, yeah, I had to pull. I well, I pulled all of it immediately. Yeah, and then, dude, and the then, cost of pulling it even. Yeah, fuck. Reshooting and, shit. Yeah, and yeah, we. So I just drip fed out and re-edited what was non, um, offensive, offensive, so to speak. <laughs> but I bet fuck, like what? Just but a couple of like, okay, like yeah. what is offensive? And I've also said too, though, like. I know that we're a commercial company and fuck like, but like, man, if you're going to create 30 foot fucking monuments that look like they're out of Star Wars in an isolated location, people are going to shoot photos there, man. I'm sorry, but they're yeah, going to. It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. They, the governments back then in um, Yugoslavia, they curated these amazing artists to put together these fucking structures that just are mind blowing you yeah, pull up to them and you're just like, holy fuck. Like one of the ones that we went to, um, it's called Kazara and it's in the middle of this national park. Um, I've got that, um, yeah, I've got some you YouTube footage. Yeah. Was, was that I, the Dropbox I, thing? I'll send you another one to put oh, on this okay. thing. But like we pulled up on the road, I've got GoPro footage I shot of it in the making and um, like the like a fucking tree fell in the middle of the road. They got a chainsaw out and we had to drive. We're in like a van, no four wheel drive in the middle of this snow, like had to walk like 500 meters up this hill and i was like is this even it like what the fuck no one spoke english we got got the like the model brother and sister the stylist the makeup chick and liam the film guy and me with a backpack or camera shit and a drone go let's go and we go up there and there's just this structure like in the middle of this forest it's just fucking out of this world and it's like it's some of the shit, best shit I've ever seen and just to go there and see it like and for to show people in our films that we've gone there like I it's a fucking mission to get there and it's it's an honour to be able to show it to people yeah you know like it is and it's like it's in, in such a respectful artistic way like look at this fucking thing even too like down to the fact that it's not like you went there and <coughs> shot like a fucking supreme campaign with fluoro color like it was black like it was yeah. dark like yeah. it was called black fucking zero yeah you know what In i mean black rain like, yeah like that's what even even that to me like respects yeah the the whole thing of like yeah well it was a dark like I mean? eastern europe was a dark, dark. Yeah. yeah like if you went there and shot some like fucking Hanson music video, pepsi commercials yeah 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 like super fucking i know like fluoro fucking over the top thing but like you didn't do that you but guys the, went there and it was like yep. it was almost an homage to how dark it was totally and that's what i mean like when we pulled up at that one location that uh that the monument that, that um raised a few eyebrows there was nobody there mm-hmm. not a car forever we were there for 30 minutes in and out 
it was freezing cold, fucking snowing, the bit bit of um bit of rain. It was a bit like sloppy and and it was a crazy spot where we were in it half and we didn't at the time we knew it it had, had a monument. All the monuments kind of have a dark past in a certain mm. way, but. Um, but don't you build a monument to like? Yeah, but we got a bit cherish of cherish like, those people. Oh, yeah. and you know what I mean? Like, oh, totally. That like, isn't what I mean. that what it's for? It's it's almost like we we thought of it as like a positive. Yeah, like a positive. Like oh, this happened here. Yeah, moving forward, this is the positive movement. But um, yeah, you know, like you said, people just you're apparently in control of how what you do makes other people how it makes them feel dude i said uh one of my mates callum he helped me do some of the work in here yep and we were talking he's like a um like a quiet introverted sort of guy Mm -hmm. and we were talking about um like saying the wrong thing to somebody yeah and i'm like can you say the wrong thing like you can obviously be a cunt yeah that's for sure you can you know what i mean like that let's just clear that up but if someone in just general conversation if you're being yourself yeah again authentic you're being yeah. authentic you're like i mean dude i say shit that people would piss people off all the time <laughs> yeah. but like who doesn't but like fuck that's me and i'm yep. sorry and i'm not out here trying to play the field and make everybody yep. like me because yeah. it's i could have you and someone sitting right there yep. and i could say one thing and you take it totally different ways yeah so it, with with that you with people knowing that that's the case you can't fucking win you like, can't win in that situation you're gonna piss you can't somebody say off anything. Aren't you? yeah, yeah I know. so it's like what is this offended thing and i think that yeah. being offended unfortunately is a choice it's yeah. the choice of the person and yeah. it's just a perspective it's a positive or a negative and that's the thing too like if you're offended well turn away just turn away like but it's the people now that just love to be keyboard warriors and or you know or just maybe their life's so fucked they don't they want to raise fucking a shit show about nothing just because but anyway mm. it's anyway we've moved on from it fuck it let's talk about something else yeah what else do you want to talk about <laughs> what what was your last crazy trip because oh Michael I, Crawley goes on <laughs> crazy fucking trips with crazy fucking people oh uh, the last trip that was pretty fun um I was in LA 10 days ago and went home for my friend's birthday we just did four days in and out and um damn it was fucking pretty fun um went over there i i got there on thursday left on monday night got there thursday night left monday night was nuts um yes went there for his birthday um mr nick solomon we went and had a good time in hollywood and then uh saturday night went ended up downtown la with nick oliveri from queens of the stone age oh yeah, yeah yeah he played downtown had a bit of a crazy night down there um, he played at this little bar. It was pretty pretty wild. And then um, on the Monday, I went to um, recording studio. Oh fuck yeah! We were talking about this before. Yeah, yeah dude. With uh, with uh, Kerry King from Slayer, and uh, just jamming. They a Slayer's tour in Australia um, next month, so I went and caught up with him and his wife, and just watched him. Just he was just like a practice session. He was just fucking jamming, sitting there watching Kerry King uh, play Angel that's of Death. Like, and that's like sitting where the photographers sit at pipeline dude i was honestly like from here to like that the corner from kerry and i was like sitting there my buddy was with me whose whose birthday i was there for and he's into hip-hop so he was fucking hating it but um i was just there just like oh my god like watching kerry just sitting there like with this fucking fucking big flying v just fucking ripping into like angel of death and shit i was just like oh my god like full like grommet moment you know like high school like Slayer! Like, I was fucking loving it. It was pretty awesome. How did you meet those guys? 
Um, I I threw Kat Von D. Like uh, she's okay. best friends with those guys. And yeah. um, uh, Kerry was on tour with Slayer last year, and um, so and my wife was in Australia here, so I ended up being Kerry's wife Aisha's date to Kat's wedding. And ah, we, that's yeah. Right. So and then we just get on the house on fire. She's fucking hilarious. So um. Yeah, she's coming out with them for the last Slayer tour. They're doing Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. So, um, yeah. You're, you're going to go like around. I'm going. I'm doing the whole tour with uh, them, yeah. It's going to be fun. I'll have to, I need to come. you got to come. River Stage, myself. Brisbane. Yeah, fuck, they're doing it's, River Stage. It's going to be sick. Yeah, okay, I'll come to that. So, yeah, come up. It's going to be fun. Dude, how was the Kat Von D wedding? Because I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, but it looked incredible, dude. Oh, dude, it was so amazing. She um, seems like a fucking brilliant human. Mate, she's honestly like we've been friends for a, a lot of years now, and she is one of the nicest people ever. And um, yeah, the wedding was just fucking next level. She had everyone stay at the Mondrian and um on Sunset, mm. like everyone stayed there. It was fucking next level. And um, yeah, we had like these buses come and pick us up and take us to the Beverly Hills Hotel. So she had uh where the ballroom is at the Beverly Hills Hotel. She'd restructured it into two rooms, had it rebuilt out. Dude. And so one was a full white room with like candles, white shag pole carpet, all done up, like smoking cocktails come like it was just next level and then into a full red room and the it was red like wedding. the red wedding and it was just like oh it was fucking mental. Like we were all um Yeah, we were all just at oh just at this table, just everyone was going mad. And uh, we had like, you know, the dude from the music and like uh, playing heaps of crew, like the amazing tunes, like a, it was a full production, but so fun, like not cheesy, not corny, yeah. but like fucking epic. Just like there was sometimes good- when you put that much effort into a wedding, yeah. you're so stressed that you don't actually enjoy the wedding. Yeah. See, so- like there was no partners allowed. Like my wife wasn't invited. Really? No, nah, no partners. Like yeah. friends, like, and um, like Ben Margera was out. I think his partner was even invited. Yeah, right. And so it was like 120 people. And um, yeah, no partners. What What do you reckon the thinking is behind that? I think that because um, they know so many people too, and I wouldn't have been. I was going to say then that's like. And then it just would have probably blown it out yeah. to like you know all more, and then um, like no kids, and that. it was just like individual people. So, but it was fuck, it was awesome, mate. And like, that's kind of cool though, because then you've got to like see who else you know, and you're like, oh, you should be my date. You know yeah, what I mean? That's what I mean. Well, Kerry was on tour, but um, like and so he wasn't there so Aisha his wife was my date and we had all the Slayer management and we had the best fucking time like um, other friends like um, Andrew Stewart is a photographer yeah we all just went had the best time like it was fucking amazing does she do you talk to her about like business sort of stuff as well because like a little bit she's in a not like a similar space but yeah. in terms of like creating a brand that's like very her yeah and, like on I, beauty, yeah. yeah i feel like you guys have a you're on a similar <clears throat> wavelength in terms of like what you're trying to achieve in yeah. with the brand yeah like we we speak a lot about like product or, and or when i'm developing stuff like i'll send her like photos or i'll send her like a um i'm gonna get samples and i'll just make her one-offs like you mm. know and we've almost like went to do a cat von d for valley thing and she's just so busy with her thing like it's almost like she couldn't unless she can give something like a hundred percent she won't yeah. do it you know so she's so busy with the Kat Von D beauty she's done Kat Von she started Kat Von D shoes and she just had a, uh, a child and just mm. got married so like her schedule is just next level so I'm just like I just let her do a thing for the moment and then if it happens down the track it happens down the track but yeah we talk about yeah she's the same as me you know like she mm. just fucking just full tilt like all she has a tattoo shop and 
when I go to a house up in Hollywood, she's just always like drawing, sketching, like designs, like new lipstick things, like palettes. Like she's mm. fucking, she's amazing. What are you like? Because I've been thinking about this shit a little bit more now that I'm. Because how old are you? I'm 39. Yeah, so I just turned 30 last last year yep. in July. And I'm like, I find myself not wanting to travel as much, but then I still do. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know, I'm like torn, eh? Because yeah. like, I'm getting like, get like that. Like, I, I've been home for like, this is the lot. Well, I was home for two months. That's like the longest time I've been home, I think, in like four or five years. And yeah. it was all good to be home for like the summer, but then now I'm just like, okay, let's go. Yeah. It's just, just to have to. Yeah, you kind of get that pull, eh? Just to rejig and or just like, and just go and see stuff, you know, go just go and be more inspired than get out of your comfort zone yeah that's why I think I love LA like we're, we're I'm out of here in um, I think four weeks or four and a half weeks from today to the, the States again for a month like New York LA Miami back to LA and home and it's just so good you just get so inspired like yeah by just I don't know the city the people go to the art galleries or just just people just I don't know just the energy of those places I feed off the most I think dude New York for real has <laughs> a vibe like oh. bro I uh, one of the things I regret the most in my life is I got the opportunity to move to New York yep and I was didn't with do it. I was with my ex-girlfriend and oh, man. she just didn't want to move and then I was I wanted to move and like looking back now I did want to move yep but I made a lot of reasons in my head of why I shouldn't move yep and like I'm really disappointed that I yeah. that I be, but I mean fuck I don't know that could have completely changed the yeah. direction of my life and as I sit here Sliding right now talking to you yeah. I'm frothing on my life <laughs> yeah. so it's like Same. you know what I mean so yeah. but that experience I will always have that thought in the back of my head yeah. because New York is one of those places where you get off the fucking plane and like you don't have to be at the top of the Rockefeller Center. No. You don't have to be in Central Park. You don't no. have to be at any of the monuments in yep. New York. You just have to be on that fucking island, man. Yep. When your two feet are planted on New York City, yep. you're fucking charged up it's from crazy, the ground yeah. up, dude. Like, it's, it's so bizarre. <laughs> it's funny because, like, uh, the last two years we've been there, we do this um, booth vision expo. It's like this huge mm. optical show, you know? And we're, uh, I think... We're probably one of the only Australian brands that would do it. I think maybe, yeah, a couple, maybe Sunday somewhere and Kia or something. But um, anyway, so we've done it the last couple of years and I never do the show. <laughs> I always just go out all night partying, hanging out with like friends and just in shooting photos around the city, going to galleries with my kids. And and uh, yeah, one of our sales guys, Blake, he's moved on. He's gone traveling with his girl in Europe. So I've got to do the show this year. Oh. And Tennille's like, she's like, mate, you can't you you, struggle. she's like you can't go out till like five in the morning to be at the show at seven because but i'm like okay but I, mean, I said to my mate today i'm like it's so hard because the yeah. energy there and like there's a crazy you band don't know on. you're out till five you don't York. man no. and it's like like fuck we flew in a day early because we're taking taking my little guy to go see lebron play Oh, dope. Lakers are playing Knicks and he's like a crazy NBA fan. So yeah. we're flying in a day early to go catch that game. I said, see, look, we're already flying in for an NBA game. And then it's like, oh, there'll be like bands every night or DJs. And like, it's just the energy in New York mm. is just so captivating. Like you said, you just don't feel like it's bedtime. You're like, no, I'm good. Yeah. It's ground up, bro. Like, it's literally yeah. like as soon as yeah, you feel it. Yeah. And there's the coolest thing about New York too is like the, the suburbs change. Yeah 
so dramatically. Yeah. Like you yeah. can be in Brooklyn, yep. and it's got Brooklyn has a vibe. Totally, it's got a, totally it's different. Like, it's like going from Melbourne to fucking Cairns in a <laughs> in like but the space of like a Cro- kilometer across the river, across yeah. the Hudson. You're like over a kilometer. You, it's, it's like totally this whole different. different world. And yep. the the coolest thing too, and LA is a bit like this, and. Yep. It's like if you are on like Fairfax and La Brea yep. in Hollywood, yep. you're getting a vision into like the next six months yeah, of pretty what much. everybody will be doing. Yep. Like if you look at like, you'll walk down La Brea or you walk down yep. Fairfax and you'll see a guy and you'll be like, oh, he's fucking dressed kind of cool. Yep. Then you go to that same spot three months, six months later, that's the norm. And then you've got to hunt out like the next dude. Yep. But New York is that on a whole different level. Yep. It's York's- like every fucking way you like you don't know what to look at yeah and you don't know like That's what's so, coming from that because there's so many people to it. everyone is just so comfortable in their own stays like i've got a buddy down there he has a store called the cast chucky and he, he makes these leather jackets and but he's a full-on rocker like he's a singer in a punk band his chick's the bass player no like yeah they it. fucking like they live it and they they just they you swear they lived in cbgb like on bowery they fucking like that's their they it's like they're in costume the whole time like yeah. that but that's their lifestyle and, and they, no one looks at them different fuck no mate nah. they the kids he got two girls called mickey and johnny like they just that's them and yeah. i love it that they just are so true authentic yeah that's them and they're not gonna change nah. ever till the day they die I'm, and dude the coolest the like another cool thing with new york too is like you'd look and you're like you're in a, a 900 square foot apartment yeah and like dude so jay and patrice jay my, my uh, business partner from america fucking yep. legend and um like they moved there and yep. that's where i that's that's pretty much where like fucked our whole relationship yep. up was like me not moving basically yeah and uh in terms of business we're still good friends yeah but like dude 900 square meter or oh, sorry, square, feet. square feet uh apartment maybe less and they got a german shepherd and they oh, make it happen and isn't like that crazy? you just see like everywhere you it's go so common. it's so common like, man there's a chick walking 300 great names and like everywhere it's, it's fucking like, wild everyone does everything like mm. I stayed in an Airbnb there once and yep. um I was like kind of going in and we had the place and this dude had fucking surfboards everywhere yeah and I was like where the fuck do you surf dude and he's like Jersey bro hurricane swells oh we, yeah Lo- uh, I've been we, out to, Lo- um, to Long Beach is it Long Beach? Yeah. Yeah, they have Long, Long Beach. Beach there. And it was pumping. Like, absolutely and pumping. And freezing. Freezing. Yeah. yeah. But pumping. But, but yeah, these dudes are like, he's like, yeah, man, I just get on the subway. And yeah, I, single I train, have like, you single train out there. Yeah, he's like, I have my wetsuit and my hoodie and my gloves and my booties and it's in my backpack and a towel. And this dude's just like on the subway with his surfboard yep. and listening to music. And the last time I was in New York, I was there for President's Cup, the golf tournament. Yep. Dude, I was actually sitting like 40 meters from Trump. No way. Yeah, it was, <laughs> bro, it was like, dude, it was so heavy. So we're at, uh, we're pretty good mates with Ricky Fowler. Yeah. So we were there with like the Red Bull crew and yep. he's a Red Bull athlete. So we were hanging with the whole US team the whole week. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, we're sort of like, they they smashed the, the rest of the world. So it's America versus the rest of the world for yep. the President's Cup. And they smashed them. So... Fowler was actually it, it just it, it just worked out perfect that he had the winning putt for the whole comp <laughs> right so we sort of worked it out like what were the birdie holes what were the par holes like yep. we're like roughly 
he should get this done on the 16th, like with the way that it's going. Yep. So we went to the uh, 16th and Mike Pincus from PGA hooked us up, got us in this like VIP, <laughs> like actual PGA booth. That's so dope. Then we see this fucking chopper there, like flying over like the presidential fucking... Holy shit. No, maybe... I don't know if it was a US... I can't remember if it was a US one or if it was just Trump's one. Yeah. Because he's got his own as well. Yeah. So anyway, fucking... Do, 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 Jeez, that would be much comes. of a headache for the fucking Secret Service, wouldn't it? Bro, that's what I was about <laughs> to say. Like, there was... So all of a sudden... And they're just in plain sight. Like, they're not yep. fucking hiding. Just snipers everywhere. The whole... Surrounded this whole thing. And then it was... We were separated. Like, I wasn't sitting ne- like in the yep. same thing. But the next thing over was, like, for him. So, we're here. And then Trump's there. And, fuck, it was, like, a surreal experience. Like, I bet. I can't... I can't remember, like, how long he would have been in office for. It couldn't have been too long. Yep. But, um... Yeah, so... Anyway, dude, snipers, secret serve... Like, fuck. the whole vibe just went, like, from... <laughs> we're about to win the president's cup to just like really serious oh, and then like yeah just was it was just like this real imagine that part that final part dude yeah and then so ricky has like this part he ends up draining the part and then uh yeah obviously they win and yep. and fucking it goes off sort of thing <laughs> but like dude it was weird and then the weirdest part of it though was trump went out and gave like this speech and he like handed the team the winning trophy and it was just like <laughs> I was just like, this guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just couldn't. Just, it's not hard to figure that one out. But like, he was just sitting there. He was like, I play a lot of golf. Golfers, oh, <laughs> oh, so talented. These golfers, man, I can tell. I just cannot tell you how hard golf is. These guys, whew, what a tough game. And just like, <laughs> and we're all looking at each other and just going, is this for this real? Is the president. Like, is this a fucking G up? Yeah. This cunt is seriously sitting here telling us how fucking... You think it's all made off the Tonight Show? It was, yeah, like fully ripping it. It was so... But he is a parody of yeah. himself, really. Totally. But like, yeah, it was a bizarre... So yeah, there you go. That's a fucking New York thing. It is, Like man. that shit's only happening in New York. It's crazy, huh? Yeah, on. but it's crazy. I was in like, New, when I was in New York last time, it was so weird. I was with a mate and we're in this um, fucking bar. So blind. And... um. I was, and we were just sitting there having a drink. Next minute, dude straight across the bar for me, fucking ice cube. And I was no. like, I was like, yes. I Tell me so, you spoke to him. I did. I was like, I haven't walked out. I was like, ice cube, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sorry, mate, don't mean to pep you. I was like, how's it going? He's like, hey, man. Like, he was sweet. I was like, have a good one. Check you later. Just shook his hand. I was like, I'm out of here. I didn't know what to say. And I was like, ice cube, Oof, how's it going? No. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> My mate's sick. like, you're a fucking idiot. It was pretty funny though. Dude, I feel like when you're an Aussie <coughs> in the States though, you kind of just get like, if you're not a fuckhead Aussie, yeah. you kind of just get a free pass with yeah, like totally. basically anyone. They'll be like... Yeah, if you're cool. Like, yeah, yeah, if you're cool. Yeah, if you carry on, you'll get fucking, you'll know about it. Yeah. But I feel like you can pretty much walk up to anyone as an Aussie and be like, hey man, hey, what's big fan, like fucking good on you sort of thing. Yeah. And it's like, maybe it's the accents dis- disarming I or something I think so. Like yeah, that. it's a little bit like a... Yeah, but fuck Ice back. Cube. Ice dude. Cube, that was pretty funny. Random. Yeah, yeah. Ice Cube's a fucking G. It was when uh, I remember when NWA got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, it was that weekend, so they were there for that. Must it? Yeah, dude, that movie was fucking it's good. Straight out of Compton. That was a it's good, good right? Like yeah. the fact that his son could play him so well. It's insane. Could you imagine being Ice Cube and having your son play you in? a movie that was done 
Like, what? Actually, let's fucking go back a bit. Can you imagine how nervous he was oh. that his son was going to play him? He would have been freaking. If he sucked at that role, he would have got <laughs> fucking pam, bro. Could you imagine that? Preschool, huh? Dude, that yeah. would have been heavy. Yeah, fucking earth. Definitely. It off, bro. <laughs> he did pretty good. But like, but then I guess that's like a good metaphor for like get just getting outside your comfort zone because it's on the backside of those risks yeah where you just don't want to make the jump no like how good would it have felt to see his son yeah it'd be slaying that he, he hard killed it on did that. such a yeah. good job yeah it was a sick movie it's mental yeah fuck were you like a big rap dude back in the day or you've always been pretty metal eh? uh pretty metal like i've always loved like rock stuff mm. but i like it i kind of like a bit of everything what did you grow up on though acdc yeah okay I went to ACDC, ACDC for my 10th birthday <laughs> Razor's Edge tour no Sydney shit. Entertainment Centre <laughs> yeah. fuck how many times have you seen him uh, like four or five uh, four or five I've taken my son twice really yeah, how old was he when he went to his first one four that's fucking hectic and then six I think four and six yeah At six, you know what's like, crazy my, a- my friends um Mate, uh, his name is Angus, which is weird enough. Yeah, we're in New York, and he hooked up with his chick, and um, her name's Erin, and we're in we're in this bar in Lower East Side, and she's like, blah blah blah. She's like, oh yeah, my dad's in a band. I'm like, what's the band? She's like, oh, ACDC. No, Cliff Williams' daughter, the bass player. I'm like, what the fuck? And we've been friends for years, so she fully hooked us up. And we got backstage passes, really? got to take them, dash down to meet. Um, Cliff and the band it was fucking epic we went to Eddie Had in Melbourne it was fucking actually the last show ACDC ever played in Australia really yeah dude my parents like we grew up in Cairns <clears throat> I can't remember what it man maybe it was like 99 or something yep it was like somewhere maybe even a little bit sooner I was begging my parents to take me I think I was ACDC, 12 yeah. fuck I loved they, them mum and dad were just like fuck all that we are going yep. like yep. it's funny when you're 12 yeah you don't know that like mum and dad are going mate we're gonna get fucked up and then we're gonna stay <laughs> in a hotel and we're gonna fuck like animals we are leaving you little savages at home <laughs> but like now that um because i was thinking about that maybe like just yesterday that my mum would have been like i would have been probably like i guess six or yep. eight when like now yeah and I don't I'm not even looking after myself <laughs> but like when I think about some of the stuff that my yep. dad would say like that ACDC concert and shit dude that's like a crazy one we're saying like right now um, the age I am my chick went to my dad's 40th really he was 16 yeah no shit yeah so you had super young parents yeah yeah so yeah when we were 16 my chick was at his 40th and I was like that is fucking weird man that's sick though yeah it's pretty good do you, how did that like <clears throat> how did that mold you you reckon to like be the dude you are now because you're a unique person <clears throat> yeah I've been out of home since I was 16 so I've been self-sufficient and independent since I was 16 yeah so which has been good I think because I think that's where you get that drive from too like when I started Valley you know like um, you have to make it you gotta make it you know yeah. you can't you can't just give it up like we've never um, like my, my buddy uh, invested money in us like we did this together uh, me and Matt Grippo and and me him and Tineal have started it since then so we've had, had no one else come in we've had no bank loans we mm. the money that we started with we just kept reinvesting you know in the last six years to get to this point where we are now we have no silent partners we have so we're self-funded 
It's fucking crazy. And you think some of that came from like I think just having real young parents and like I think the so. <clears throat> I think like um, just you know I never got on with it with them, so I moved out on my own. I was pretty independent oh. at a young age, so I was just a stubborn little bastard that didn't take no for an answer. So I just I just think that that instilled that drive in me to not fucking give up. And if we're gonna do something, I was never gonna let it beat me. You know, yeah. so and it's even like when I started Valley, it was like. Um, out of losing my job and and yeah. um, someone asked me what I was doing and it was just me really fucking talking shit saying I don't you know I've started a Sunny's company and I hadn't started anything so and then I was like oh fuck I've told someone I've started a Sunny's company fuck I've got to do it now okay no turning back full steam ahead let's go accountability is a motherfucker though yeah it's good though it's like no it's, it's yeah, fucking I love really it. good yeah. like I think that that's like one of the things that I haven't spoken about on here for a while but like at the start when I did this podcast yep accountability is probably the reason that I kept doing it yeah because I did it and I didn't like same thing with yeah. you like I didn't even really think that it was gonna be a thing yeah but I felt like because I'd started it yeah I had to finish it in yeah, a way sure. but this is a thing that doesn't really stop but like exactly but then I found out, like, I think my life has got better on a day-to-day basis because of doing the podcast. Yep. Because there's an accountability. Yeah, there's people sure. that expect it. There's people that like it. Yeah. There's people that watch it. There's messages I get from people where, like, yeah. that really helped me. Like, dude, the messages I got about your podcast before it got taken down yeah. were just, like, you blew the minds of, like, Sweet. That's tens cool, of thousands of people. You that's know, awesome. like, I still get people saying, like, Crawley was my favorite episode. Oh, fuck, that's cool. Which is rad. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's the same as me with um, <clears throat> with the thing with Valley, man. Like, I, like I was saying to you before about, you know, how I've seen so many people start other Ooh. eyewear brands around where we are. It doesn't bother me one bit. Like I said, I wish them all the best, but I'm like, that's the same as me. I have the accountability. I have, like, 12 staff now in my office. Mm. So I have to pay wages to every week. And uh, my fucking bass and monthly tax that goes out every month if you're not moving product my man yeah, and you got cash flow fired. issues you are fucking done Zamas. welcome yeah. to reality yeah. slap yeah you know so you've got to be like I said it's like it's such a um, it's a credit to the team we have around us and to, and to everyone involved in what we do because it's a um, that authenticity telling stories and creating amazing products and creating a brand with backbone and depth and direction and unique direction mm. is what keeps the money coming through the through the doors it keeps the you know keeps the lights on and, and it, we, know, dude we were speaking about it before the podcast that like so with ricky because she's a makeup artist yeah she's on youtube every fucking thing you do yeah gets criticized and Critiqued, pulled apart yeah. but by people that know what they're talking about and yeah. granted there are some people that have no fucking idea and yeah. i really have no place commenting on anything yeah but you get people like ricky like she fucking knows her shit when yeah. it comes to makeup and so, like, when she puts out a YouTube video or when she watches, like, a channel yeah. she's subscribed... Like, when you're making a product now, yeah. there's nowhere to fucking hide. <laughs> there is nowhere to hide. Like, not. there is nowhere to hide on yeah. the internet. I know. And that's, mate, that's what I'm it's saying. It's good, though. It's good. It, it'll, it'll, um, <clears throat> it'll put the, you know, the leaders from the followers will, will um, subside, you know. And you'll see, like, you know, the longevity of someone that's creating a shitty product or telling a shitty story 
it's not going to last you know because like you said it's so transparent now you can't so you, you can't hide it. you can't hide anymore mm. and i think a lot of brands that were around in the 80s and 90s that did survive would not survive in this day and age because it's there is you know people are so brutal with um product criticisms if you make a shitty product or if you have something that falls apart or if you have something that's returned every two seconds um reviews online and people on social media will fucking know in a heartbeat you know so your product has to be on point your story has to be on point your customer service has to be on point your returns policy has to be on point or you're fucking you know, or you're over quick oh, it's crazy you have to run a t- really fucking tight shit dude we bought a blender <clears> just before <laughs> and like we're at the good guys and we got straight on fucking google yeah and, and like first thing we were like breville fucking mixmaster 10,000 or whatever yeah. it was and it's like 4.8 stars out of 5 and we were like sold yeah if that had a dog shit review you totally. just don't fucking buy well yep. perfect example like that AC unit there was one yep. that, uh, there was I've done a thousand trips to Bunnings in yep. the last fucking <laughs> five days but uh, there was uh, aircon they had there they just had yep. one unit and I'm like a bit sus mm, I'm like yeah. if you've got one product like competition means maybe this was a little sale item someone yeah, dished you for a little yeah. special yes yeah. so I like googled and the reviews just weren't good like instantly mm. and uh, then I just I didn't even look twice at it yeah. so like it's fucking it's, it's true it's super huh? powerful like you cannot and hide I think too like with with our stuff especially with your online business like you can't <clears throat> we have so much repeat business which is insane we have one chick in Hawaii I think I was told you yeah she spent 28,000 on her own on on Sunny's online one chick on you just your brand I just on on our website valleyeyewear.com 28,000 I can show you on my phone right now shout out uh, to her what a fucking yeah savage. it's crazy I'm not going to tell you that I know her name yeah, obviously yeah, and I've got another guy in Los Angeles um, he spent 700 bucks last night he's sitting at 13,000 right now so clearly there's nothing wrong with the product because he's spent so much and even the girls in the warehouse know his name and know like that our we have like about 10 or 15 crew that are up between like 6,000 and above that's bizarre it's crazy 200 bucks a piece plus like it's sick though it's like epic. fucking good on it's them. like they've got like they've got this little cult following you know and it's it's amazing. I sent him little gifts and stuff. Like today, his parcel went out and I had a, I made a pair of frames that never made it to production, limited edition, like colorway. And I chucked it in his parcel with a hand note saying, hey, thanks. His name's Ulysses. I was like, thanks, Ulysses. Hope you had a great day, mate. Thanks again for your purchase, Legend. Hope to get, when are we going over next? I'm going to try and take him out for dinner. Dude, see, that's fucking cool about where we're <clears throat> at in yeah. society too. Yeah. You know, like that you can see that guy he yeah. stands out yeah and you can be like hey man I fucking appreciate you want me to show you this dude right now yeah yeah dude it's, it's fucking crazy it's yeah. it's sick uh, like, we have get, you got like, service in here uh yeah really I think so fucking pull me up I did I did before but um yeah it's just good like I get so stoked on that people that loyalty and that, yeah. that you know like people that you gotta appreciate a man and, and yeah. like without them you're fucked dude uh, you know man I've been more and more and more and more and more I've been thinking about like this this podcast means a lot to me now yeah. because of the people that listen like it's twofold right yeah totally so yeah. like and we said this before like yeah. we're friends now like we've yeah, only ever spoken on text before yeah. we did the first podcast first podcast yeah so I was like a couple texts hey man yeah what's the address blah 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 sit down rant, random have a three hour combo give me a look it's at this it's loading thing. up yeah this is the dude Ulysses should we give him a, like a shout out 
Or did you just tell it's yeah, probably just because of the money thing. Um yeah, yeah I don't or would know. Would he love it? I don't know. He might be a bit Yeah, no, that's yeah. alright. We don't have to show his name. But, but um I'm fucking stoked I, on this. I'm dude, stoking though. this video. It's loading bad reception here. Yeah, but, the dungeon. But all these photos are like all in valleys, like because you repost a lot of customer stuff. I do, you? yeah. Just because it's kind of like if they do a good job, and you know what's cool too, though, is that like people, um, they sort of like they will post in your style, yeah, which and, I like. And I see it too, where they, yeah. I think that they see like our, they um, try and keep the it look consistent. and feel, they yeah, keep it consistent, yeah. so they they get on. And even though too, if I repost on the stories, whatever, they get so pumped, mm. and I just I write them, always write them little notes saying, hey, thanks, you know, we appreciate everything like fuck you know you're only as good as you as your customer base yeah. without you going your customers you're donezo so and we're genuine when saying that not that we want your money we're like fucking thank you like yeah. how cool you know awesome yeah and it does like it's the same man like i try to reply to everyone with that messages yeah um it's a hard one it yeah it gets hard though fuck. yeah and i get then, ones in like italian and like you got, i gotta get on google, google translate, translate yeah, yeah. <laughs> google translates the yeah. shit for that Tenille's like laying in bed at like 4 30 in the morning she's like turn that light off like yeah i get it from rick too but like yeah I, I, I get it from rick if i'm scrolling yeah but if i'm answering dms and comments yeah she's like well, she actually asked me to do it because she'll see like when I'm on my phone, it'll say like 350 under like yep. requests. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I, ha- I actually set aside time where I'm like, I'm going to do some DMs. Yeah. So it's like... I always was never a believer in like people having like a full-time job doing social media. Now bro. Like, 100% it's a full-time job. Just the YouTube chat. Like we didn't really put that That's much a, effort into YouTube. Now. Yeah. Oh, the reception in here is fucked. We're going to have internet it's like, like next bar. week. Yeah the dungeon bro it's alright it's a gypsy dungeon maybe I'll show you after um, but yeah like we um, yeah we, we I sort of said so we got we got approved for monetization so we're yep. actually like making money off off ads now yep and um, before that I sort of was like ah oh, fuck like it takes so much work just to literally do just the iTunes yeah and then just the Instagram is basically a full time job yeah and then this guy I haven't told this story on here so I should tell it it's fucking cool so this dude Mick hits me up yeah randomly after like three or four episodes of the podcast yeah and he's like hey man I didn't just finish finishing film school I'd love to meet blah blah blah, blah. And especially with like the film side, like when I was doing all the filming and that, I'd have people hit me up all the time about like advice to get in the industry. And like, I was just like, don't fucking do it. That's my advice. Like this is a, like I'm not making money out of this and I'm shooting videos that are getting millions and millions and millions of fucking views. Dude, my mate who shoots our stuff shoots fashion stuff. They make good coin that's what I mean like this industry sucks yeah. like in, yeah. in moto sort of specific. oh yeah like yeah. in the, yeah so like no one has money it's like you're getting it's like the surf industry exactly it's the thing. same yeah. shit and so I'd get all these people that would like hit me up and but for whatever reason dude yeah this guy DM me and I just was like mate maybe he was like one of the first people that even reached out because of the podcast and yep. I was like you know what that's fucking that's cool like yeah. I didn't really I hadn't <laughs> had that before and um, anyway, so I met, I went and just got a coffee with him and like, you know, instantly you can just tell someone's like a fucking good person. Yeah. Just genuine. Yeah. Just, he, he was just a genuine dude. Yeah. So anyway, fast forward to today and he's real. he's basically like a producer on, on the show yep. and he comes and does heaps of shit and I'm worth like my big push now is to like get him to have a full-time job. Yep. Like even sort of more than me. Yeah. And um, 
because what's happened is like now we can put so much effort into like YouTube and shit. Yeah. But like, dude, straight up iTunes and making clips for Instagram, that was me done. Yeah. The week's over. It's fucked, man. Like it's so, <clears throat> it's so crazy. So gnarly. Yeah. And then to like, then to compound that with like replying to messages and emails. Yeah. And then like, it's, then you get like heavy stuff too. Mm. Like real heavy because it's the same as like the cult following with Valley. Like, yeah. I feel like anytime people believe in a brand, they de- they get attached to that to, that to brand, the brand, yeah. and it means something to them, and it's yeah. it's it is meaningful. Like, yeah. be- I think because so let's use Valley as an example. Yeah, like you put your fucking like it's sunglasses. Yeah, let's not get it twisted. It's not. Yeah, it's not a cure for cancer. Yeah, totally. But it doesn't have to be. Cues your vision, though, mate. Because we can do some opticals if you can't see properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But you know what I mean, like your yeah. heart and soul, oh, totally. your team's heart and soul. Like, yeah. whenever you have a brand that is well executed, yeah, and really is genuine, does come from somebody's heart. Like this yeah. is on your mind twenty four hours a day. Yeah, some part of you goes into that product, into yeah, totally. that brand. That brand it has its own life. Yep. And I think it's whether it's a podcast, whether it's a sunglass thing. Yeah. So I think that as people that are creating those brands, yeah. you have to respect that. Oh, totally. And you, you, you cherish they, it. They need to know that, that that commitment has to be like next level or it's done. So like I said to you before, we, like we're talking about knowing your customer, mm. you know, like, like we said, I was saying to you before, like we released a green sunglass yesterday yeah. that sold like fucking wildfire overnight, like thousands of dollars worth on online sales of a green sunglass. Like what the fuck? And it's just like people just love it. That's different. People come to us for that different shit. Yeah. If like, you know, Ray-Ban or someone probably bought out a green sunglass, they probably couldn't give it away. But people that when the, our consumer loves to come to us for different, the crazy colors and the silhouettes and the, you know, the point of difference. They want to be noticed in the street for someone that doesn't want to be the same as everybody else. And I think that you need to know your consumer and yeah. know that your customer base is fucking happy to be different and you got to embrace it and not run away from it. Dude, you know, you're fucking so right, man. That, that just made me think of Warp Tour. Yeah. Did you ever go to a warp tour? Yeah, in I did the US? go to a warp tour, yeah. You go there, bro. That is a melting pot yep. of that's the freaks come out at night. Yeah. And it's it's fucking it's like part tragic, part beautiful. Yeah. But there's a place and it's sad that they've gone away, but there's a place there. They wrapped at, them up now. Yeah, no, I think they're done, dude. Yeah, I think oh. last year was maybe the last one. That's a shame. One. Yeah, I think I should I wish we could fact check that right yeah. now. But I'm pretty sure. But um it's like, I think when you give somebody a home yeah. and it is, or like, like you didn't create Valley and go, I'm going to target all the fucking weird cunts. <laughs> like that wasn't what you did. No, no, not at you all. You know what I mean? <clears throat> if you yeah. did that, it wouldn't hold water. Yeah, exactly. But what you did was you just genuinely loved these designs. You yeah, wanted to do some something. You stuff. wanted some freedom. But then yeah. what ends up happening is it's like people then attach themselves to that. Yeah. Because they feel a sense of um like rebellion almost or like yeah and then not rebellion but almost or like, like understanding maybe yeah. that like these they get me yeah valley gets me yeah valley totally. gets me they're listening and the people that tag us in like on our post like i look at them all the time you know yeah. or like they'll i'll go through them or their hashtag valley on their social and i'll, I'll flick them through it and the demographic of people is quite consistent mm. you know what i mean so like 
So I was saying um, like 85% of my customer base is females between 24 and 35. And um, fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So like I've I've already de- um, designed my range for this year is already hanging up in our office ready to go for this year. And um, I did it last year, just fucking charged it. Just like just got a influx of, I don't know, creative juices and yeah. felt, felt it and did a whole range. And usually the, at this time every year, I would start designing for summer. <clears throat> like I've got a pretty good turnaround time. I know what we need to do and can get it done. But it's I had it sampled at the end of last year and the entire range I've got like, it's almost enough for two years. Really? Two so collections. You just got, you just got fucking backlog and just went mad. And um, everything from metals, combos, acetates, just guys, girls. But it's like, it's targeted at our target market. And it's fucking, it's some of the best work I've ever done. And like I said, until I went back, to, I had time off with the kids over Chrissy and went back to work. And I said, everyone Because you like, took like two months off, right? Two months off. Yeah. December 7th till I didn't go back to work till the 1st of February and um but my whole range was hung up I'm ready to go for the year done organized like after six years I guess you figure out you know Mm. what I don't know it's the most organized we've ever been and it's the best it's the best work we've ever done it's I think you get to a point where like you know when athletes talk about like flow state and shit yeah like you might just be in this patch of like so fucking comfortable yeah. with who you are so comfortable with who Valley is yeah. and like you know who Valley is like you yeah. said you know your demographic maybe you just hit this zone of like really having the confidence yeah. to f- just go this will fucking work yep. and then that 100% uh, it that did. like gives you freedom like I fucking yep. know this will 100% work. like at the end of last year like I just got to yeah, it was a total confidence where I was like fucking boom I, I, we need this in the range bang 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 design that up yep sample that put that aside for a day think about it come back reassess the design okay make some changes then send that off to the factory for a prototype stage boom 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 send it all through and out of out of like I think I sent like 17 styles through um, and I think we cut one out really yeah because it's kind of like making an album bro yeah it's fucking crazy and it's like some you'll get some and even some on the sketches like I did two yeah. that are similar the one that we cut out I did two that were similar it sounded good when we were recording yeah. it and but, I showed the yeah. girls in the sales team I showed them the two sketches and they're like oh that's too fucking crazy and this one was a little more tame a little more pulled back got the samples in the crazy one and that's fucking amazing that shit get rid of it yeah I was like but on the drawing you told me it was fucked but then it came through in the flesh I think it's just that confidence too of going boom boom now we've got everything and now there's no pressure so now we've got all the product for the year I can focus on telling better stories about those products yeah and delivering it for the entire year like boom and we had that succession plan last week of how we're going to do it it's so fucking exciting dude I think that um, you know you hear somebody say like oh I can't pull that off yeah I don't know if that's a real thing it's, I think it's a, it, I think it's purely confidence like there's something that happens yeah. when like Fisher yeah that cunt can pull <laughs> what the fuck could he not pull off bro Parker was talking to me about that today actually what could he not pull off Parker said to me today he goes you know life's fucking weird when Fisher is like one of the biggest DJs <laughs> in the world and the hazards can make a clothing brand worth nearly 10 million dollars <laughs> he goes uh, what the fuck is the world coming to and I was like what are we all doing I go that's a valid point mate but dude it's it's fucking like that cunt can do whatever the fuck he wants yeah but 
Not because he's got this perfect bone structure. Yep. Not because he's got this flawless beauty. It's because he don't give a fuck. I know. He's living yep. his fucking best life. 100%. And when you look at him, it doesn't matter whether he's got yeah. fucking Dora the Explorer backpack with yep. those green valleys on. Yeah. It doesn't matter what. He's not yep. cool, yeah. but he's so like to himself yep. and he don't give a fuck he no. thinks everything he's doing is rad yep. and then because of that he genuinely believes yeah. it it is fucking rad it is like yeah. it's good and i think that there's might be a parallel between what you're feeling when you're designing these glasses and yeah. you're doing this range is <clears throat> like you just know in your own heart that it's yeah. good and because it's so like you believe it's it's yeah. like you believe it so it's true yeah that's just the thing if you have like a good happy like if you're happy and you have a good head space like and you're just like fucking boom we're doing this it's like go say like if I was to go back or if I say if I was at work in January I was like oh my god I've got a fucking Dude, design range yeah. for the year fuck I've got a deadline fuck fuck you'd make something that was probably half-assed yeah. but if you got a thing on fuck we, we've got no deadline what if we did boom 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 did this 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 and this like it's fucking crazy um, yeah, I can show you some shit on the phone. Yeah, actually, dude, show I you. fucking love it. I'll come yeah. into the office. Yeah, come in. Away. Yeah, it's, it's fucking mental. And um, yeah, it's just having that happiness of just on that. Just fuck, it's such a game changer. Yeah, and just like yeah, like um, I've seen some other stuff crew are doing that's coming out. I'm just like, it's good for you, but um, yeah, that's not our deal. That's not. But yeah, I'm so excited for what we've got coming. It's like I think we're in the best spot we've ever been in. We had a couple of um things happen last year that that were challenging for us as a brand and um we pushed through it which was like fucking an achievement within itself and we're just tracking to probably have the best year of we've ever had so far which is fucking exciting so i can't wait for this year man when you took that two-month break yeah like would you say you're like the ceo of the company like yeah well, you and yeah well my, my the thing it was just like the my wife was running kind of all the financials and doing all that stuff and and my business partner was, he helps out a lot he's amazing but um yeah she just was fucking wigged out so i had to step in and run all the financials and kind of start making a decision on where the money goes and where it doesn't go and what, what it gets spent on and and kind of step up to the plate instead of doing the creative and the designing Only. actually run yeah. run kind of everything which is probably the best thing I've ever done because now I actually fucking worry about budgets yeah. <laughs> before I was just the fucking spending machine <laughs> but um, but within reason but yeah it's probably been the best thing ever for me as far as um, before I'd, I just hated confrontation or hated dealing with the cash issues and all that stuff but um, that's the biggest challenge in any business you know it's cash flow and you don't have cash you can't buy product you can't make product you can't do marketing so um, yeah it's been the best learning curve year for me in the last eight months it's been I'm a completely different business man than I was a year ago to now and um, our business is in the best position it's been in in six years so taking that break though like yeah, as a CEO of a company will use that loosely <clears throat> yeah that's really what you are but like a lot of people wouldn't take that break but I, I feel you like to, you eh? invested in yourself by taking that break and yep. now on the flip side of it you're seeing the results and the benefits of doing yeah. it right I think it's just good like you still like every day you're on I'll still on my phone or whatever and everything but I wasn't like regimented to going, going in the office, the office every day yeah. and all that stuff and spending time with the kids and going on the beach and 
and just doing stuff that I enjoyed doing, like music or whatever it was. And um, yeah, just having that separation, coming in with a clear mind and being organized to start into this year and then going in with like a kind of like step back and then go into it. Okay, what? how can we be better at this than what mm. we have been previously? How can we fucking outdo ourselves? And um, yeah, like I shut our office down and got everyone, sat everyone down and went, how can we be the best that we can be? That's fucking cool. And um, yeah, it was fucking great. And what was what was wrong? What was good? How can we do? What do we need to implement? And we've implemented those things. And um, yeah, it's fucking, mate, I feel like we're untouchable at the moment, to be honest. And, um, and moving forward and, you know, you learn from your mistakes and yeah, hopefully fucking doesn't happen again. It's crazy though because so I'm going to Vietnam on Sunday yep. for ten days or something, and I'm like tripping on going. Like yeah. I, I don't want to go. I want to go, but yep. I don't want to leave. Like yeah. I've just I haven't even finished this. Yeah, there's so much on the horizon, and it's I'm good like, to clear the mind though. You know, it is like, and I know there's that part of me that knows. Like, dude, you've gone for twelve, bro, twelve months. Yeah, like this. The first podcast went live. January 1st on iTunes last year. Yeah. So it's been fucking... Da, 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 da. We did 56 yep. episodes or something last Crazy. year. And it's like... And I still... I did still like sort of take time. I probably... Probably invested in myself maybe more than ever with... Yep. I don't even think I'd started jujitsu when we did the podcast. No. I don't even think... Dude, that's been like a whole nother fucking life. <laughs> yeah. That's like honestly been life changing. Yeah. But I'm at this point now where I'm like... I've. I'm like, dude, you're in the groove now of like yeah. working. And when you get in this groove, like it's a cool thing. It's a fucking yep. rad thing to be in that groove of like, you can just work every fucking day or, yeah. but if you don't have foresight to know <coughs> that like this yeah. is, this is temporary, like yeah. this too shall pass, yeah, you know, sure. like, and I, I actually thought the other day when we were texting that I'm like, dude, I need to go crawly on this Vietnam thing. Like, I yeah. really, I need to give in. Maybe yeah, like, I'm good. going on holidays. Yeah, I won't have fucking phone reception. Like, Mick's gonna post all the podcasts. He's yep. gonna do all that shit, and I have to let go. But like, it's hard to let go, yeah. man. It is, and that's but a it thing. Extends your, it extends everything. It extends your life, yeah. your lifeline. Like, you know, your lifetime, I should say. Um, yeah, it does because you just you'll get fucking. Is we still got some of that? Mm. I think so. We still got a bit. Yeah. Got a bit. Here we go. Um, it's fucking wrapped up. Yeah, it's a little wrapped vino. Um, but yeah, like I said to you, it's just, um, oh, just having that clear head, you know, like fucking, and even, yeah, it's just the whole way w- that I'm doing things now has changed so much, but it's just so much more exciting. Like I'm just, I've come back into it this year just with just like almost like a newfound. Yeah, like a vigor just like more passionate about it just like okay you know I think like in anything you do if you just get so fucking consumed by it Mm. it can just take over and you fucking you'll end up hating it no matter what it is if you don't enjoy what you're doing yeah did you get to that point with like Quicksilver and surfing and shit uh no, not really, because it wasn't mine. So you go yeah, to work. It's like a different. You go to work nine to five, you know. But when it's yours and you're you're watching your online sales, fucking twenty four seven on your phone, managing your social media account, and trying to communicate with people all over the world and all that shit, it just it just becomes draining. And then you're dealing with finances and you're checking your bank account and you're seeing how many overdue bills you got, who ha- mm. who hasn't paid you, what you you know, who owes you fucking fifty grand. It's stressful. I think stress is the thing in 2018 that nearly fucking topped me over was the stress. And it was all due to 
probably finances mm. were taken over the runnings of the business. But um, now I know how to handle that better. I've got a good financial team around me, so that's good. And um, yeah, it's just, it was a real learning curve. Mm. But that's the thing. Stress, I think, is the thing that just fucks everybody. And then you start making shit decisions if you've got a, like I said, like rush designs or yeah. you've got a rush of marketing thing. Like, you know, we've got a structure now for, or we have, we've always had structure, but I mean, a plan for this year where I just, I'm not stressed about it. I know what timelines are and when we've got to get it done and it's all good. Dude, that's the thing. So last, well, this Monday, the Monday before, I fucking yep. popped my ribs out oh, on my left side. And I was training. And so this whole week, so dude, the move to Burley was basically like, I don't give a fuck how much money I make. Yeah. I want to make enough money to cover the rent on this place. Yeah. And to be able to just like comfortably live. Yep. Just expenses paid. I don't need to buy that much shit. I yep. got a car. Just let's get a roof over the fucking <laughs> head. Let's get this year. I want to wake up at six every day. Yeah. And I want to be surfing by 6.15 which yep. is very possible because the beach is 400 meters away. Yep. And I want to be training every afternoon yep. for jiu-jitsu. Yep. And like, that was the parameters of like what I wanted. That's yep. why we moved here. That's cool. Eh? And like, and fuck, I did that for two weeks. Or yep. I did that for a week and then I busted my rib. Oh, fuck. And then this whole week I haven't surfed. The waves have been sick. Yeah. And then I haven't trained. And fuck, yesterday I was a piece of shit to yep. every fucking person I know. And like, that stress because this was a stress like to try and get yeah. this ready yeah. and then like and like money was just like bad like because we it was just like January December to yeah. January is like a weird time it's like tough eh? yeah yeah and then I just I wasn't on top of invoicing and and yeah. it's all like 2019 contracts which I haven't really done so it's yeah. like I got too busy I was like the, no matter what like the pod, the podcast has to come first of like yep. physically recording it like I yep. can't be signing fucking contracts <laughs> before I record shit yep. so like that was the that was kind of what consumed me yep. but then by like neglecting that stuff because it's just me yeah by neglecting that then it stresses me out to where I can't do this and then yeah, it's like it's just it's such a fucking snowballs yeah oh big time man but the whole like not training and not surfing every day thing yep it's just the stress dude like i don't yep. i don't have that outlet yeah for sure and like the surfing thing in the morning to me is like i i don't i'm not a morning person yep but i know that if i text maddie and go like are oh, we surfing in the morning or like any of the boys yep. that we sort of surf with again it's accountability yeah it's not me saying by myself like ah, oh, i'll surf and then you're like ah fuck i don't have to get up or whatever yep. but if there's like people waiting at the beach for you yeah so to me the <clears> surfing <throat> you gotta turn up yeah. exactly it's like me i like i have to get out of bed at six no matter yep. what and then even a little earlier if i want to make a coffee and shit yeah so then that and then no it doesn't matter if the waves are like two foot or yep. fucking perfect burly point you're out there the fucking sun shining yeah, like, happy that's days. a sick way to start your day yep. and then for the jiu-jitsu side of it is that there's definitely like a thing where we've lost the need to like the survival instinct yep. that we have is catered for yeah there's no like your daily fucking life there's no yep. survival threat nah so but in my head by going to jiu-jitsu there's a yeah. survival threat yeah even though like i'm gonna tap and they're gonna stop yeah like motherfucker still choking you and for yeah. whatever seconds that that you're getting choked 
it kicks in those instincts yep. of survival. And I think that whatever problems I have before I go to training yep. are literally choked out of me. Yeah. And like, there's not a night where I go where I don't get fucked up by someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you might get lucky and have a few dudes you can fuck up or like, well, you're yep. better than. Yeah. But then third, like you get a minute break in between rounds a minute later you best believe there's a dude that's gonna <laughs> choke the shit out of you and it, it's like that instinct kicks in yeah so it's like i don't know for me it seems like over the last 12 months yeah that was like that balance to like mitigate stress yeah and just for that week i felt so fucking good yeah that's good eh? to to be like like this is like a normal sort of routine yeah because yeah it's like you got to know yourself you got to know what what are your stresses yeah. what are your stress releases <clears throat> yeah you for know? sure what Fuck yeah what are, what do you think are your stress releases yeah i've got to get is in the ocean like family time no i've got to get in the ocean like every day pretty much is my thing from surfing or at least swimming you were doing that for a while eh? every yeah, day swimming. every day <clears throat> i was doing it for a while yeah and i just kind of stopped it for a bit but yeah, like yesterday, just the waves were shitty in the Arvo, so I just went swim in the ocean, just fucking just get wet, you know? That's my thing. I've just yeah. got to get in the ocean or, yeah, you start to get grumpy. Yeah. That's it, really. It's crazy what it's, it does to you, though. It's weird, eh? just the energy of the ocean, man. You need it, you know? I think it, like, maybe it is that survival thing again. Yeah. Like, that's not our natural yeah. element. Mine's like, I just got to have time by myself to, I just, mm. I like to be alone. Well, because you're working with your wife every yeah. day, which I found out this week is quite tough to do. <laughs> it's tough. But yeah, my, like, it's fine at work. I can, I've got my own space. I can lock myself away yeah. and be shut off to the, to the, anyone else, which is fine. But um, yeah, I think that's just the thing. You've got to have your own time, which is good. Yeah. But um, yeah. A lot of people, I'm probably guilty of this though, as well as like, I'll not spend time with myself a yeah. lot. Like I'll also like if I do have downtime, no one's around. I'll be like texting someone. I'll be calling yeah. someone. Yeah, like it is. See, I love going to the fucking beach by myself, or yeah. just like going swimming by myself. I love it. So just like, just like to be left alone a little do bit. Do you have brothers and sisters? I got a sister. Are you close? No. Like, yeah. Okay. So you is it? Are you almost the only child in like that mentality? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yep. Yeah, so that's Completely. probably got something to do with it. Yeah, that. it's good. I like it that way. Because see, with me, we had... I got my brother, Maddie, and then yep. my sister. And then, like, we're... Me and Maddie are close age-wise. Yep. So, there was, like, my friends are his friends. We wear the same yep. fucking clothes. <laughs> we, like, shared bike. Like, so I've really, like... I have almost grew up with a twin, really. Yeah. Like, we would doing the same, same everything shit. we did was the same yeah the times we even played on the same teams raced the same fucking races <laughs> that's crazy so i don't know i wonder if that's where mm. that then comes for me is like you get so conditioned yeah to being around people yeah yeah that's good even when i get when i travel a lot i travel a lot by myself you uh, do eh? i love it yeah i love it i like going to friends you mm. know what i mean not traveling with friends yeah I like leaving here and going to LA. Like, I love that. That's my thing. Like, okay, gotta go. Check you out. I was jumping on a plane. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm, I'm out. Do you ever have trouble at customs? Um, no, never. Really? I don't. Fuck. I, I, I've been. Yeah, touch wood. <laughs> I've, I always travel with about fifty pairs of sunnies on me, mm. always. And I've been pulled over once, and they're like, what? Because I always travel with the cases. You know, they're all like individual. Yeah. Like in like the 
like, uh, it's like 10 per box. Like, what are these? I'm like, oh, I'm su- I design sunglasses. I just have them with me as reference or yeah. they're for friends. And they're like, I think the sunglass um, thing in the US is like 3%. So they just don't oh, bother. They're just like, oh, yeah. fuck, just whatever, mate. Go through. So I've got nothing to hide, but I, I've never had any grief. So like, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. I was there last week. And I'm on staff travel too, which is a fucking bonus. What's that? Like Virgin, friends are hosty, so I go oh. business for like 980 return. Suck a dick. I know, but I went over business last time and it was full, full coming back. Had a mat that the four day massive, weekend, massive yeah. weekend, <laughs> and I got stuck next to two grandmas coming home, and I was on the window, and I was so fucking parched, like I couldn't get out. They were both passed out. American ladies, I was super nice, but I was just like, oh my fucking god, I can't wake up with these two grandmas, like they're donezo. I was hitting the buzzer like in economy, wedged against the thing, like sweating, just fucking, you know, give me some water. <laughs> and I was going to go, I'm sorry, mate, I can't get out. Can you please bring me some water? And the guy's just bringing me cups of water. Fucking, it was punished. Oh. I went over in the fucking jammies in the, in the pod, just thinking I was King Kong, came back as a fucking shell oh. and against the window. And, and like, so you're fucking sending it. With the full expectation of being in the pod on the way back. hundred. You were shattered. So shattered. You were shattered. You got to go there in Staffy like with like a long, like a collared shirt yeah. on, pants, the leather shoes. So like you dress like a bit of a Derek. And then if you don't get on, you're just like, what the fuck? I did all this for fucking economy. Dude, that's what <clears> I was saying before I didn't finish the story, but I was like, I'd like, I was like, oh, I'm going to bring some edibles yeah. on the plane. And um, so I had this lollipop. Yep. And it was a thousand milligrams Fucking and like hell. a normal like what i would take like if i was to have a night in watch a movie i'm like oh i'm gonna eat some fucking edibles yep. i'd have like 30 grams oh, 30 milligrams jesus yeah so like this was a is a thousand milligram lollipop and i was like i'll just wrap this fucker up because obviously you can't buy that shit here yeah i was like i'll just wrap it up and i'll have it here for fucking ever and um and then you get that shit in yeah like they do dude honestly it's fucking insane but um so because it's just a lolly like it's got no smell it's got no nothing it's just a lollipop and um so anyway then i like i had some before i left because i was like i don't want to eat this edible like fucking while i'm on the plane i'll save it for when i'm home and then so anyway i had some got a little bit paranoid and i'm like fuck i'm like you're paranoid because of this like realize this like this is you like this is the mental thing that you now are involved in so like recognize that this is what it is and be the master of your own fucking brain it's crazy and then i was like no no i'm fucked i'm fucked pull the lollipop out of my saw a sniffer dog pull the lollipop out of my fucking bag and just started sucking on this thing and i was like at least if it's like in my mouth like the sniffer dog isn't gonna fucking smell this thing so anyway but the fucking line, bro. I thought I was like pretty close to security. Stands. Oh, you fucked. So I thought I was like, I'll get through in like ten minutes, and I'll pull this thing out, and I'll, it'll no problem. So long. But bro, it was like fifty-five <laughs> minutes, and I just was spaced out, and I just kept this thing. So I just the whole thing. So like, it was fucking bad news, bears, dude. So anyway, I I get to um I get to sit at the check-in like uh, the sort of where you boarding the gate, gate yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting at the gate and I'm just like, ah, I can feel this. It's doing its thing like way more than I would like to be doing its thing. Oh my God. It seems like my worst nightmare. Bro. So anyway, so I'm there and I I was texting my friend in Australia and I was like, dude, this is about to be a 
fucking experience, man, that I just don't really know that I want to go on. Like, I don't think I'm ready for this ride. So anyway, get on the plane. I put my fucking, as soon as I get on the plane, I'm like, I'm just going to go to sleep. Like, I have to go to sleep. I fold the tray table down, put my fucking hands, my face in my fucking hands. I'm like, out. So anyway, I'm like getting like the plane moving and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, all right, I'm about three hours in, in my head. I haven't gone to sleep, but I feel like I'm about three hours into this flight. Anyway, the fucking hostie comes up. He's like, "Um, can you please put your tray table up for takeoff? And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. No, 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 no. And I like literally was going, no, no. Like I was saying it. She's like, please. And I was like, oh, no, not about that. And I was like, I put the tray table up. And the chick next to me was like, what's he doing? Like, he's tripping. And there was like some sort of like middle-aged lady. And uh, so then I put the tray table up and yeah. I sit back. And I was just like, fuck. I already thought we were moving. Like, I felt like we were oh flying. Oh, my God. So I was like, dude, this is not good. Anyway, the fucking... We start taxiing. And that movement was like Krakatoa exploding. And I was like, oh, no. So anyway, we start to take off and it was just like Defcon 7, dude. I felt like I was it, I felt like I was the monkey in the Russian fucking spaceship oh just God. getting shot into outer space. And I I've never like dude, we've grown up on boats. Yep. We race motocross, rock, fucking roller coasters. I've never <laughs> ever 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 had motion sickness. And I was like, I'm going to fucking throw up everywhere. I just ate at the fucking airport and i was like this is gonna be a mess like this isn't even digested shit so anyway i'm like searching no spew bag in this thing and i'm like i've taken off i can't get out yeah so anyway i fucking open up the blanket bag (laughs) my blanket for the flight and the chick next to me is like is he gonna do this so then anyway i'm like holding now as long as i can holding now as long as i can i just rip this thing over just just go all the way through this fucking blanket bag dude and the, the I'm in the middle seat too oh, and the chick there's a chick next to me and then an old old dude yep. on the other side and he, they're just disgusted bro like just straight oh up my dis- god disgusted in me and uh so then yeah we get up and I just was like I was rattled and I'm just like holding the spew bag like this and I was just just dead dude just straight face looking at my TV my TV wasn't even on didn't put on a movie didn't get my headphones out nothing I just sat there anyway like 20 minutes goes past and the guy next to me is like taps me on the shoulder he's like hey I've got to go to the bathroom and I was like okay 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 get up walk to the thing so the toilet is there and there's like the front row where yep. the toilet is in yep. the middle and then the, we were the second row yep. I was that close to the bin so then I get out and then I just get back in, holding the spew back, the same position, dude. Didn't it? I was so fucked up. I couldn't even. Oh. I couldn't even throw away the spew bag, dude. <laughs> oh, that's so. It heavy. was heavy as fuck. So anyway, four times this dude got up to piss, and four times I didn't throw this spew bag out. So I just held it right. So anyway, six hours in, the captain comes over the fucking loudspeaker and goes, "Ah." Uh, we just got to make an announcement that we have a sick passenger on board. We're going to make an emergency stop in Honolulu. And I'm going, that's me. I'm fucked. This chick has got up and told yeah. the cabin crew that like this dude's fucked up. 
Oh my god! And like we got to get him off the plane. So I just go like, you know, like the worst. Like you've been pulled over and you've been like speeding yep. or something. You know you fucked. Like that's what I got. So I'm just got like doo, 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 heart racing feeling, and I was just convinced that they were pulling me off the plane. And I was like, dude, fuck, 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 fuck. But I like sort of started to like level out a little bit. Yeah. And I think all that adrenaline and shit of like and the paranoia actually like leveled me out. Anyway, turns out some fucking dude had a heart attack on the back of the plane. Oh. Like bad. So I didn't notice any of it. So anyway, they've like carted this dude off the plane and then anyway, out we're there for like three hours or something. Plane takes off and I'm back. That it was like a six. I wasn't back like a hundred percent. Fuck, that is crazy shit. <laughs> but it was like I was like back to where I was like reflecting, and I just was like, "Oh, dude, you just fucked up like majorly." <laughs> and I was I was rattled like proper 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 rattled from. But I said it was like running a marathon for your brain. Like it was. I was like, sounds like dude, it, dude. I was in like the That's deep. Fucking wild. It felt like forever too, man. It <sighs> fucking felt so. That's my super uncomfortable <laughs> flying back from overseas. LA, story. there you go, dude. It Fuck. was it was fucking heavy as shit. That is wild, man. But yeah, I can imagine you're sending it, and with the expectation of business. Oh, mate, it's fucking crazy. The last time I went, the time before, <clears throat> I got I went business, and on the way back, my my other mate's wife is a hostie. She happened to be on the flight, and I. Had had a large night the night before. I got on the plane and they just loaded me up with champagne and oh mate, I tell you what, oh, in those jammies laying horizontal, I was fucking out cold, dude. Gonski, business is oh, the business, mate. Four seventy five each way on staff travel. That's fucking crazy. It's insane. How do it, we get on that? If you uh, if you get downgraded like to economy, it's like two something, and That's- they refund you. Really? Yeah. They refund you. They refund you. If you Dude, don't. I've only done business one time. And it oh. was from... It was actually a fuck around. So my ex worked for Delta for a bit. Yeah. And when she worked for Delta, we flew to Rome for my best friend's wedding. Yep. And dude, it almost wasn't worth it. So we flew yep. from like... I flew from Australia. It was when my kidney was fucked up. I actually yep. wasn't even allowed to fly. Yep. Well, not... I mean, no one stopped me, obviously. But, yeah. like, they were like, yeah, it's too soon You'd after surgery. You know, yeah. yeah, you can't go. And um, so, yeah, I had all these surgeries, got out of hospital, flew to LA. Then we flew out of San Diego, yep. flew to Milwaukee. or It was, like, either Milwaukee or Detroit. It was, like, nowhere. Yeah. And then we stayed in the Detroit airport for, like, fucking 18 hours or so like over so i just got off a flight from la drove to san diego flew to detroit oh, or Milwaukee, all to sit in first we flew first class actually from uh milwaukee or detroit to rome but it was fucking good yes and so that good. but like the stress of it all though because like to then come back when we left rome we were like we thought we weren't going to get it on the way back. Yep. But luckily, we, we ended up doing it. But like, <sighs> Mate, but again, it's, it's so that good. expectation of like, I'm going to get this. And it, it sort of makes it fucking more stressful. <laughs> we did that last know. year. We went to Israel and um, to go see a distributor over there. We were a business partner. We got the cheapest tickets. And they were on uh, this business from from Brisbane, no, Sydney, to Israel. 
it was on Qatar Airlines, the one that business class of the year. Mm. It's fucking next level. Yeah, those those the A three eighty is like a fucking nightclub up in that joint. In that joint, really? Because <laughs> like they got like full service bars and shit. Big eh? lounge room with like a full bar, like martinis. You're in your jammies, like it's fucking crazy. Have you been on the one that's got the showers and shit? Nah, that oh, the Eddie had one. No, it's like first class something. That's fucking Which, nuts. Which is that Eddie had? I think it's Eddie had or Emirates, one of the two. It might be Emirates. Imagine having a shower on a plane. That'd Dude, be fucking nuts. Have you seen the Casey Neistat video? Nah. Had you, do you know who Casey Neistat no. is? Dude, he's yeah, he's pretty cool. He was like the first dude to ever make a vlog. Oh, oh I do know that is actually. The guy with like the glasses <laughs> yeah. with like the white out on it and shit. Yeah. That'd I be a, that'd be a dude to get some fucking valleys. <laughs> get some valleys soon, on him. I bet every single fucking glasses company Try to get glasses except on that guy. has tried to get yeah, no. glasses on that dude. But um, yeah, he he did a video that has got like Twenty something. He reviewed million it. Hey. Views. Yeah, he reviewed it. and he reviewed it. He's done it, dude. That dude fucking kills it, bro. Yeah. He sold. Um, he sold his com- media company or something to like CNN for like thirty something <laughs> million dollars. Just Jesus. a media company based on fucking YouTube. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. But, like, imagine being the dude that invented the vlog. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking like inventing the fucking radio these days, bro. <laughs> that is wild, mate. Fucking how the times have changed. I know, eh? Yeah. Do you, like, you guys don't do a lot of the whole, like, influencer thing, eh? Like, you don't, don't do, do it at all. No, I don't do it at all. Is that, what was the thinking behind that? Um, I just, you know, I get bombarded with emails every day mm. from them, like, even some of them I know, and they're like, um, I want, fuck you know x amount of dollars to go to bali to mm. take photos around a pool with my g-string with your glasses on doesn't fit my brand direction it's not what i'm about like you and i said to i've said to a couple of them big ones too like okay then well how about we get on a um on a site that we use which is like an influencer based kind of thing where it's a commission based thing if you you can have a link on your post it says buy now here mm. bang and you get commission on sales if you're that good and you, and you move that much product, I'm going to give you X amount per pair. Off we go. Let's do it. Nah, I want cash up front. What? You don't have faith in your mm. ability to move product that you meant to be doing for me? So I just don't believe in it. I think like, I've, you know, it works for certain brands that I think um, are fucking lazy and have no creativity and don't have any direction. So they're just reaching for any kind of way to move mm. content via social channels. I don't know. I just don't want to operate that way you know to a certain degree it might you know like it works for certain brands and for for certain ones it doesn't for us it does i don't really yeah do you think that that's got anything to do with because like you're at quickie forever like yeah. before social media so yeah. you've actually when, we started, one of the when people we started valley like instagram started yeah so we when we started they started and we jumped on it like i remember clearly when i first started i was in sydney and i was like what's this instagram thing and like, and then we started posting photos. I was like, oh, I can have one for Valley, mm. and I made it up back then. So we kind of got our following from it first. Like we started together, kind of thing, which was a blessing for our business. But and social media back when I was at Quicksilver was non-existent, really. Yeah. So like, you would have been like, because you just said the sort of lazy deal. Yeah. Because you did come from a time where like it had to be like the dopest athletes, the dopest shoot. Like yeah, totally. If, if you. 
you as the athlete manager for Quicksilver, yeah. you needed to put your athletes in like the craziest fucking places yep. to, because you were in like, that was the competition. It wasn't yep. about like who could have the best Facebook ad manager. Nah, totally. It, it was about who could wow people. Like you had yep. Andy Irons on Billabong and you had Kelly on Quicksilver and yeah, you totally. had to constantly one up each other with creativity and with like campaigns and images going to places yeah do you think is that what like maybe drives a bit of that as well in your head I think so but I'm still way across the social media thing like all over yeah it's not like you're bad at social media yeah no 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 for sure shit (laughs) um no sorry yeah like we shit it's locked now I think oh yeah flip them up that way I need to get new fucking things. Like they get everyone. There you go. Um, yeah. So I think like we're all over the social media thing as far as like that goes, but I just think that what works for us and what doesn't is the thing. Mm. And I think that like, um, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a big believer in the influencer thing. Like we're talking about this today with even, um, <clears throat> you know, with crew saying about the, the amount of money you put into Instagram boosting posts and Facebook, how much um, on how it can boost your online sales? We'll say today, like if you threw twenty thousand bucks a week, or thirty thousand bucks a week at Facebook, Instagram advertising, I wonder how much your online business would increase mm. if you invested like twenty thousand a week. A fuck ton. Do you reckon? I reckon. I reckon too, bro. Like I've been, I got obs- over Christmas. Yeah, I'm at all right. I get obsessed with like the most random shit. Yep. So before Facebook ads, yep. I went down this like completely insane, like up till three in the morning <laughs> watching shit about computer codes. Yep. Cause like, I just, I don't know what the fuck triggered it, but I was sitting there and I was like, I know I use a computer. I use a phone. I use an iPad. Yeah. yeah. 20 fucking four hours a day yeah I have no idea how that shit works I drive yep. a car I could I can fix my car yeah I've got a bike I can fix my bike I can make a surfboard yeah like in my head it just I like I needed to know on the same level of yep. like like I've shaped a surfboard I've fucking built a bike from the ground up I just yep. I needed to fucking know because it was yeah literally just wizardry to me like I I just yeah. didn't know. Yeah. So anyway, I went down this like probably good two months straight of yep. like every single night I was just watching computer programming. I don't yep. know why. But anyway, so I did the same thing for Facebook ads. Yep. It's crazy, bro. Yep. Like, have you looked into any of like the drop shipping and all that shit? The, like how much money people have made out of drop shipping? Yeah. Like, here's a product that you buy from AliExpress. Yep here's a Shopify website you've created here's your Facebook business ads and then just this yeah just this constant cycle of like and I've I did some stuff um, I've never done any advertising for Gypsy Tales yeah I've basically only ever boosted like a couple posts on Instagram but it's so like doesn't really do much you'll yep. get more views or more but like yeah. it doesn't really mean anything because yep. actually that's one of the things I wanted to ask you too about um, like you're always looking at like your online sales and yeah. stuff like that yep. I do the same thing with the YouTube analytics the podcast yeah. analytics like I don't really care that much about Instagram yep. but the I'll log into like my podcast hosting yep. and I'll just see how many people have downloaded the back catalog what's getting downloaded where the countries they're coming from like it seems like a game yeah 
it like a like it's just a numbers game like what works what doesn't like because it's really hard to associate uh those numbers with people yeah so because this podcast is literally <coughs> the only people in here is me and you yeah but a hundred thousand people will listen to this Mm. but it's like I can't see those people and it's the same as like you would see glasses going in and out yeah but for the most part you can't it's hard to get context on that like the actual quantity of it yeah so like do you see that as is it just like a numbers game where you're almost just in you're in you're in competition uh, with a computer screen yeah no I'm I'm was always like um really like wondering like how why where how they come from how yeah. how does what makes it tick what behind the analytics why is there spikes why is there you know yeah. down downturns like what what are we doing right or wrong um but it's it, not the it's, money it's not no it's not the money it's, it's just like you just it's, I just, a, well, curiosity, it's, a, it's eh? a curiosity of like you know yeah well it is the money a little bit not that you want to make money money hungry but you, it's like a it's like, are you winning and are you not? It's a game. It's yeah. a game, yeah. yeah so I, like I look game. at it like an up and down, yeah, like, buddy. yeah, like fucking, okay, like like um, a weird one, but like Sunday for us, we had a huge day on the net, had a huge day yesterday. And I was like, I said to the guys at work today, I'm like, fuck, how's that Sunday was huge? Like, and Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday was steady, but like we had an, a crazy spike. And I went through our analytics today of what we did and didn't do on Sunday and today, oh, sorry, yesterday, sorry, and there was nothing really that was dramatic, nothing like nothing different. It was just, I don't know if it was just just by chance or, but you know, and I was like just trying to really analyze what we could be doing better yeah, to keep that spike fucking up, you know? And um, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's just a weird one to see where they come from, um, how you can get in front of people. Man, it's like the question today, that's why I asked, like, do you think if you dump 20 grand in a week on how, Facebook? Yeah. How much have you looked into that? stuff do you have a facebook ad manager at, at I, valley no i do it all dude we gotta talk later <laughs> yeah fuck bro like i've been watching stuff so like yeah. i went off on a tangent but i've never i've been scared to advertise gypsy tales in a way yep. because the people so we did the chad reed podcast yep which was fucking massive but that stuff is scary at the same time because You'll see that, like, the graph of Gypsy Tales goes, like, it's pretty linear. Like, yep. you just keep putting out more episodes, you'll get a few more. And yep. by a few, it's, like, tens of thousands more yep. every month. But there are people that, like, it's the same, with be the same Valley. People posting yep. on their story, posting Instagram. It's like an yeah. organic thing. It's, like, organic it's thing, real. Yeah. It's not like you're throwing it in front of people to be judged. It's yeah. like the people are finding it because they want to be they want to find it in a yeah. way or it almost finds them and because they're pre- like they appreciate similar things or their friends like it or whatever yep. but that when we did the Chad Reed podcast it was so fucking big so quick yep. that they weren't people that knew the podcast yeah and that was scary because then it like you're just judged on one thing yeah. So, like, imagine if you were just judged on your craziest or your maybe your worst performing glasses. Yeah, for sure. Then you'd be like, "Whoa, no, 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 no! Look at all this other stuff. Yeah, look totally. at all this other look, look, look how cool this. Well, that's rest what of I mean. Is. That's what we were saying earlier about that stuff that happened last year with that campaign. People yeah. had never heard of us before. Exactly. And then they were like, "What the they fuck have no these context. guys done? Like, they didn't like they were in like I said, BBC Europe." Um, New York Times, New York Post, USA Today, yeah, like Valley Eyewear. Who the fuck are they? Who are 
these fucking entitled little cunts disrespectful you know, yeah. little bastards e- in exactly. Australia yep. and then all of a sudden like oh fuck those sunnies are dope I need me some of them yep. and that's what, exactly what happened you know so that's what I was saying is like getting um, the fact is the algorithms with Instagram and yeah. Facebook and stuff they're, they're limiting you you may like you think we have 120,000 followers on Insta or something but you know for a fucking fact you're getting in front of like two percent of them yeah oh yeah it's you know crazy. it's crazy like it, when, when when it first started you would have it was direct it, it was, was direct it was boom boom yeah. boom when you'd post it would be come through the feed and people would see you know but they can't yeah they fucked us that's why it's worth so much because now they want you to pay to get in front of all of those people that's what i was saying do you, it's do you, cheaper than you'd think though i reckon it's just there's ways to do it that yeah. um yeah i think it's different though with you because like the product's solid the brand solid like what yeah. you, there's no um I just, there's not holes in what you do yeah but i think with what this is with this show it, so expect like the chad thing you get these people that they come on and they're like the fucking interviewer dude sucks this is for like yeah and it was like these personal things about like me and i'm like it, a lot of it was just plain wrong in yeah. terms of like oh he talks too much this and that and it's like if you look at like dude I took it to heart like I was yeah. pretty bummed because we went a year without really having any negativity yeah but again it was because people were finding it on their own like they wanted yeah. to find it yeah it wasn't just thrust upon them and then they could cast a judgement yeah and then all of a sudden that was so big that it it was just cast upon it and it's like is it shit or is it not yeah and then that then they don't have context it's like no 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 dude this isn't an interview yeah. this isn't 60 minutes like this yeah. is just f- people friends like they're coming on this thing this Talking, is like yeah. this is like a, this is takes two people to do this the whole yeah. time you <laughs> yeah, know it does and it's like like imagine if you weren't like um you know like kind of leading into me rolling into telling you stories about what yeah. what's been happening it'd be kind of the most awkward thing ever like it's a it's a blessing that you can just roll on and keep uh, and talking. imagine if you went to a barbecue and you talked about yourself for three hours straight. It'd <laughs> be fucking horrible. You'd leave there and would've, people would go I would have like, left fucking two, fuck hours, two hours and 55 minutes before that. Dude, 100%. And people yep. don't get that like, they, these this is a long, but like people really don't want to talk about themselves for no. that long. It's uncomfortable. It but, is, yeah. But so people then, like, I guess the point was that they don't, they didn't have context yeah that like oh no no this isn't an there's no one to tell them yeah. it's like go back and listen to the 56 other ones of these yeah there's some of them where the the guest doesn't talk we haven't met it's awkward there have yeah. been those have you had a couple awkward yeah ones? there's a couple yeah. you know it doesn't happen a lot yeah for sure but it happens and I, it's like i was think i was actually thinking that on the way over here i was like fuck it i wonder this is kind of a tough gig because like if someone gets on here and they just fucking freeze up and they're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's happens. like, it'd make your job fucked, you know, like it'd be a tough one. Well, the one, it wasn't, it was a, it's a good podcast, but it was weird because so Struthless, the comedian dude, have you yep. seen his shit on Instagram and stuff? No. Oh, he's fucking cool. He's a cool dude. But he, um, he came on and we didn't really know each other but he'd followed the podcast and I already followed him sick and I was like sick this is rad and on Instagram he's the funniest fucking dude like he's just an Instagram comedian does all these sketches and shit super cool guy and then on in real life he's very introverted he's very quiet and we just flat had different positions 
yep. on like a lot. So it was like hard because like I know you wearing the same yep. thing, we're into surfing, we're into this, we're into that. Like me and him had like nothing in common. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like three hours of trying to find like not necessarily common ground, but it that in particular was cool to see how open minded he was two, well two people could yeah. be you know like yep. i listened to a lot of stuff he said and yep. you know but it wasn't like this like yeah for sure you know what i mean so but yeah so like that's been one of the reasons because i've so with the toby price thing uh we that last podcast was with toby he just won the dakar so yep. I, I went in and did some facebook ads yep but in like the business um not just like boosting posts yeah so anyway but all i did was like dakar red bull ktm you know just like general blanket shit yeah and it went crazy dude i spent like 30 bucks and got like 197 thousand impressions or something what it's just crazy but it's like but i really it was very meticulous i was i canceled a lot of like you can go so deep as to um uh like cancel out expensive areas to target yeah. so like i got rid of california i got rid of new york yeah i got rid of all like i just google like what's expensive places to advertise on facebook i just went pure numbers and like that podcast was as big as the chad one that's crazy yeah like it's so like dude you wouldn't even have to spend 20 grand a day like if you you've just dude there's fucking have you watched like shit on youtube of like yeah, those drop yeah. shippers and stuff yeah like you look at like that's real they're yeah. not bullshit yeah they make fuck tons yeah. of money but like fidget spinners yeah those dudes that like they just look at trends yeah and they just, just get them build out of China a, build a page AliExpress yeah and they just fucking go for it fuck so it's like wild, man but it's a crazy that's a it's a crazy time when like the internet's that powerful it is so well we're talking about like the same thing today you know with our businesses moving forward like retail is so tough i think like with most brands they will go just direct to consumer like you know even like um tonight i was sitting on the couch before i come here and i was like oh i'm going to new york in four weeks gonna be fucking cold two pairs of jeans a jacket and three new t-shirts like 700 bucks boom delivered shipped tomorrow overnight free shipping boom after pay like yeah it's a fucking no-brainer it's like I yeah because you don't have any like dedicated brick and mortar do you nah I wouldn't do it you wouldn't do it eh fuck that the overheads are retarded it's crazy yeah yeah. and um yeah like that's the thing man like for us like I said tomorrow we're taking Surf Stitch out for lunch for Christmas drinks Mm. because they were busy and so are we Surf Stitch is fucking amazing for us one of the the best retailers we deal with they run the tightest program and they're the coolest people I know they pay their bills on time you can't fold them mm. no brick and mortar all online all online and they're competing against us at our own game but they've got a different demographic and but they do a really good job of it like I was saying before they're the best at what they do mm. like fuck you can't fold them do MX stores like that yeah have you heard of those yeah. dudes yep. yeah they're, they're like that like you look at their brand and they've just got they did the model right there's another company yeah. I've actually sponsored the podcast for Fight Life Sick. so that's where I buy like all my jiu-jitsu shit from yep and um same thing man dude's just a fucking smart guy like crazy good on Facebook yep like even Nobby like our main sponsor for this show yep like Rob is a fucking 
legit genius at marketing and branding yep. and like yep. again there's no brick and mortar yep. like he's just it's this online empire that yeah. people can make and man it's it's crazy like you might not make the millions that these Facebook dudes are yep. making on YouTube and shit like that but like dude, even for me I was like thinking man I, I should try and do something like that to supplement yeah. this income while yeah. it's not making what it needs to make yeah. But like, I mean, it, it's just too much of a beast to sort of do it. But like any, we live in a time where yeah. any, especially with AliExpress. Yeah. Yeah. Like with that AliExpress that you can go and you can fucking drop ship and make it's not, you know, yep. you might not make the millions, but like you can fucking get by dude. Like, yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a crazy time to be alive. That's what I was, I was saying to someone to the other day, like, Oh, you know, I don't have a job. And I was like, I kind of feel like <laughs> I'm like if you have half a brain you don't need to be working for anyone no you can fucking make anything happen dude like my fucking um, seven year old son he's going around the neighborhood washing cars for fucking 20 bucks a car dude. 10 bucks in 10, uh, 10 bucks outside 10 bucks in and he's pulling 150 bucks a day what and a he's G. seven years old I'm like, mate, don't anyone tell me you don't, you can't get a job. My seven-year-old kid can pull 150 a day washing cars in our street. Talk to me. <laughs> like, yeah, come it's so on. true, dude. Do you know what I mean? Dude, that's what I did. Like, when I was a, when I was a kid, I did uh, lawn mowing. Yep. And then I did car washing. Yep. And fucking, dude, I used to make my dad drive around. Like, yep. I would... I'd get on my BMX bike. Like, I wouldn't just do the so street. Good. I'd go fucking, like, wide, bro. It's like, so I used to do, like, a six, seven K radius. And I'd go around and get... I'd just do so much. <laughs> and my dad's fucking whole Sunday, like, credit to him, he's a champ for doing it. Yeah. But the whole Sunday... And I'd be like, hey, <laughs> do you just want a snip for me? And then I'll just get on the mower, you do the whip, and then we'll be out of it. We'll go to the next job. So I like hustle my fucking dad, so dad into doing all That's that shit. That's what Dash was said to me the other day. He's like, because we have these little Bluetooth speakers... I had made this so dope like just plug them in take them to the beach they're epic he says me the other day he's like dad can I have 20 of those bluetooth speakers what a G <laughs> and I'm like what I'm like yeah sure they're over there in the box why he's like oh they're on my thing so he's like you get your inside of your card done for 10 your outside for 10 and a valley speaker for 15 bang 35 bucks per customer what a gangster so he washes the cars and has my 5 year old do the chamois work he's a machine Mate, mate, he's killing it. You're gonna be living off that kid. Hundred. How old is he now? He's he's eight next next week, and I'm like, he's on the hustle already. Ten years he'll be a millionaire. Hundred, mate. He's already knows it because like uh, we, like I said, we're going to the states to New York, and he, I said to him, you know, to go and see LeBron play the Knicks. Tickets start at like two twenty five, and you're in the roof. I'm like, mate, a good tickets like five six hundred bucks to get down to pay. see LeBron. So he's been working, washing these cars to save his money to pay to go see the Lakers. That's fucking sick. Just teaching him the value of a dollar. Man, I c- like, it's so fucking important, eh? You have to, because they kids these days, they just see a card come out, tap and go, there's no value, there's no not feeling the green, you know? Mm. The other day, so I've been making, I make my kids work for their money and then save it, and then, like, so they go, well, let's go to sushi. And I'm like, okay, well, that's going to be 35 bucks, so get your pocket money out. And they're like, I don't need that. I was like, correct. You do not need Correct. That. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you know? did you have a moment when you were like, okay, I'm ready for like, so did you and Ten's like plan on having kids? <clears throat> no, not really. It like just, it happened. Just happened. And then you just, we just ran with it. So, did, but did you have a moment where you were like, I'm ready for kids or you, nah. you didn't have that at all? No. Nah. 
Because I, I wasn't not ready for it. I just think like we just like yeah, if it happens, it happens, and then yeah. you just kind of like yeah. Well, I just treat my kids like like they're my friends, but like like they're my mates. But I'm like I'm a, not how do you say like like the authority, but like I parent them, mm. but I treat them like a friend, and I try and guide them like I would a friend. I don't like you know be like mate if you do that there's you know every action has a reaction blah 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 try to educate him like i would a, f- a little friend or something you know mm. instead of being like i don't want to be like the boss or something you know like because i'm sort of starting to get to that point of like thinking about yeah i want to have kids and this and that but like yeah i definitely like wonder how many people like yeah i'm ready let's have kids like i, I, bet, I bet it's different for everybody but it's like I don't yeah. know. And did you did it kick you into gear a bit more like when you had kids mm, or I'm still as stupid as ever. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. It, yeah, you just feel that sense of responsibility like but I like I did at least, but I don't I don't think it changed anything that I do or anything like everyone's like, "Oh, I've got kids now. I'm going to change. I'm going to grow up." I'm, no, I haven't changed mm. at all. Like, I, yeah, I don't go, probably go out as much as I used to or anything, obviously because they're always with us. But um, yeah, you've you've got that sense of like um, providing and all that kind of jazz which comes with having kids. But it's just I even think having kids is amazing. I've, yeah. I love it. I love being a parent. Because I look at your obviously follow your Instagram pretty much yeah. see everything that you post, and it's they seem like such a big part of what you do. And yeah. knowing you, there is a lot of people that just do shit for the gram. But yeah, like I know you're not that kind of guy so no. like I look at it I'm like fuck it's the kids rad my, my kids are always with me yeah because I think too because I had such a shitty childhood mm. and um, my parents were fucked like I, they've never even met my kids so really um, nah so um, I think I was kind of like was kind of like do you know what I don't want their childhood to be like that so they are always with me nothing's for the gram they're always with me like yeah. I take Dash or Sally to the beach most days or we go like I had time off with them we went to the beach every day and we go and do water parks or whatever they want to do I make sure that they have a good existence they're coming like they this is their third trip to New York now and like they've been to Disneyland four times so I've just tried to overcompensate I suppose because I had a shitty upbringing and like I said I've been out of home since I was 16 now I've never had any financial contribution from any family members or anything every single thing that I have I've got myself yeah so which I'm really proud of but um and I've kind of that's what I say like I teach them the value of a dollar and and but I also want to want them to always say that I had a really good childhood. So that's a really important yeah. part of what I do is to make sure that they come first. Um, yeah, I, 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 they're fun. So because that's what it looks like with you. Yeah, it just looks like you're a gang of fucking. <laughs> yeah, we have a good time. Misfits just carrying. Yeah, on. we bought those scooters and we just zip around town. Yeah, and those like, things are sick. I yeah. actually wanted to ask you about them. Yeah, yeah I, I, I had a friend try and bring a couple in yesterday in customs, told him, fuck, really? Yeah, Gordy Tallis. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they look so good. He called me last night and he's like, customs are fucking over it. So like, you imported them things? Yeah, we've imported like over 50 of them for just for friends around the Southern Goldie. See, there's your fucking, uh, there's your <laughs> dropship deal right there, yeah, bro. I know, right? Uh, what was what was fucked about your childhood? Like, why was that such a fucked up deal? Oh, just my parents are just, uh, yeah, we just didn't get on and they were just... A few issues with, um, yeah, just their lifestyle, and um, just didn't get on. That's, just didn't work out. It sucks. You, yeah, like you miss that then, because like oh, I, for sure, everybody, yeah, anyone does. Like not having parents in your life is 
has been a tough one, but uh, that's why, like I said, I've been out at home since 16 and independent, but it just kind of makes you stay on your own two feet. Mm. Some of your friends kind of become your family and you can't choose your family. You can't you can't be responsible for what other people do with their lives. So I just yeah. gave them an ultimatum and was like, you know, this is unacceptable. So, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I always like, it's... I, I can't relate. Yeah. You know, you know when like you can't relate to something and you're very curious. It sucks to, like, you know, Christmas time sucks and, you know, friends, your other friends are at their parents' Christmas day and you're not. It's like you're at home just chilling. Yeah. It's kind of fucked. But um, it's better for the better for everyone else around you. Like the greater good, yeah. It's the greater good. Because like with... They don't even know. I don't even know if they know that I even have, that I started Valley. I don't even know. That's crazy. Yeah. Like... So we grew up in like a fucked area. Yep. But we had like the best family. Yeah. So for for I grew me, up in housing commission in Port Macquarie in an Aboriginal community. Dude, that's like pretty much what fucking we did. Yeah. Like, but I just, yeah, like, well, so my parents got their house when it wasn't, there wasn't any, like it, we were one of the first people to have the house. Yep. And then all of a sudden all around, like literally across like different streets was all housing commission yeah so then all of my friends come from like broken homes yeah gigantic parents and shit like that yep and we were the only not the only but it it felt like at the time we were kind of the only kids that had like this normal upbringing yeah and then we would have Christmases we'd call it we would call our Christmases the orphans Christmas yeah because all of our friends would come, come yeah, and they didn't—they right. didn't really have anything. Yep. And like, I don't know, like, you know, like survivor's guilt almost. Yeah. Where you've got all these friends that have this like fucked up <laughs> yeah. upbringing, and we just didn't. Yeah. And and I, then I felt guilty as well because like I'd create problems with my family. Yeah. When there wasn't problems. Yeah. And now I'm older. I'm like, what the fuck were you doing? What were you thinking? Like you had it yeah. made, bro. Like, yeah. and I would start just bullshit yeah. with my family. And I don't know. Like I never really knew. That's why I always find it like interesting to hear and speak to people that like, they just did have that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, I think that's a part of the thing too. Like when, um, when you, when you come from a, like a low socioeconomic family, housing commission grow up with nothing um you just want to strive to do better and to Mm. not live that life you know what i mean and and i think that was another driving force between us and between me starting valley and it's just like like i said we were talking before about the accountability you know i have all the staff that i I have to make sure it's my responsibility that they're not low socioeconomic yeah and that that i pay their wages every week and that, that, that i'm there to provide for them as well that um that you know that the bank balance is healthy healthy enough to keep the lights on because I'm not relying on my family. I've got twelve other families that are relying on me as well. You know what I mean? So that's mm. kind of like which is it's a it's a good thing and I I love it. So the challenge is good and but I think it's just one of those things that having that I think you have that edge where you just fucking you get that bit of bulldog in you where you don't take no for an answer and you won't give up and you'll make sure like you are the best that you can be in what you do and second best is not good enough. Because there's people that will, you you hear about like the people that are like their parents are drug addicts, so then they become drug addicts. Yeah. Or it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Like oftentimes it seems like it's two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. And it's either like you 
live in housing commission yep. or you're a dude that starts the fucking baddest sunglass company <laughs> in the world you know what I mean like yeah. there seems like there's a polarity in yeah. that and you'll see dude like Kevin Spacey yeah greatest one of the greatest fucking actors of all time yeah come from his dad raping him and his brother yeah like or there's a million Kevin Spaceys that aren't one of the greatest actors ever that are yep. probably out there doing fucked up shit to their kids yeah it's weird it is weird yeah how that works because like it's for, crazy for you it's been that driving force yeah but for other people yeah it's just an excuse to yeah for sure dude when up. I grew up it was hectic like I had my uncles who were on Australia's Most Wanted really all kinds of shit yeah fuck yeah two uncles who were on Australia's Most Wanted the same episode one time fuck yeah man that's heavy bro gnarly yeah and he was fucking living under a house was it hard to was there a part of you that like wanted to be in that world nah in any way? no way never it was never it was just the opposite I just didn't want really? want that yeah it's fucked cause like there's gotta be <clears throat> I mean fuck we did some <laughs> sketchy shit like yeah. the friends I think, I think the like friends my, that I hung around with were like we did some stuff see. where I look back now I'm like whoa dude you guys got yeah. away with shit you could see crew from the I knew growing up so grew up sorry when I was growing up I, the, they went down that other road and mm. they went that way and I went the other way and um, you know it was, just, it was fucking crazy but there was never a temptation nah not fuck that I was just like no way dude I just wanted to battle I, I, I've been to the bottom you don't want to go there again yeah you know fuck that we wanted the best I wanted to do bet, do good for myself and that's why I was like 16 fuck I'm out that's crazy eh? yeah so what did you do when you left um, like how much money alright I was so working you, at a win- living- I was working at a window factory in West Burley making windows 175 bucks a week really so yeah. that's what what you had to yeah and then i was getting paid to be a bodyboarder back in the day yeah dude quicksilver you know who told me that <laughs> wade lewis oh no way yeah dude he's yeah. living at maddie's at the moment no way he's a fucking lord he's a legend yeah he is but um, yeah he told me you were like one of the baddest bodyboarders yes yeah, so i was bodyboarding back in the day i was getting paid by quickie i was getting like, like 1200 bucks a month so that was like that was my that was paying my rent and then uh, yeah my wife's oh, my, my wife who was my girlfriend back then her family took me in and they lived in their so house for a little bit how long you guys been together? like 24 years oh that's heavy yeah so that's where that bond comes from yeah like you, cause you guys are tight as fuck yeah feel I mean, like you some we've been together more than, about, than you haven't yeah, yeah exactly that's crazy it's eh? crazy yeah so you left when you like you had nothing when you left nothing nothing I had like a couple of bags of clothes and that was it and then not, not a thing so everything that we have like I said like even from Tanil's family side of things they've never given any monetary contribution to her or myself every single thing we have we've got ourselves man like everything so that's, that's when it would feel so because I can't say that like my parents yeah. have helped me out oh that's cool like man, yeah. I, w- I wish I had yeah yeah I yeah. wish I had help like fuck I would have loved it don't worry about that but um, yeah, like when we started at my buddy, who's a bit, still my business partner to this day, he, um, I was like, fuck, I'm going to, I got made redundant from Quickie and I was like, I got like a payout. I'm like, I'm going to invest the money and start a Sonny's company, I think. And he's like, fuck, how are you going to do that? I was like, I've got X amount. Fuck, I, I think I need another like, you know, the same. And he goes, how about I chuck in and we'll do it together. I'll go your halves. And I was like, fuck, let's do it. And he's still my business partner to this day. And um, yeah, he's coming to New York with me and, in four weeks with his wife and his family and my family we all go we all go together every year it's fucking insane dude like man I cause I I didn't know that you would come from like that yeah little yeah 
It's crazy. So, yeah, for, I went from that to, like, uh, you know, getting a job at Quick for 10 years, getting made redundant, getting a decent payout, and that's how we got the cash to start mm. this. So that was that was our cash injection. No bank loans, no nothing. But just to, like, just to leave the, like, a fucked up situation, yeah. like, so hard. Yeah, it's heavy. It's sad, but it's, like, it's also good. It's, like, empowering, you know? Like, yeah. I... Um, I am proud of what we've achieved. I'm proud of what well, I walked the away. Kids, man. Yeah, it's like you've now got. My kids, kids ask about it, and the worst thing is, my parents live like ten blocks from me. Really? Yeah. Fuck. So that's pretty heavy. But it's like, like again, when was the last time you seen her? Uh, fuck. I don't know. Like probably ten years ago. No way. Yeah. Did I haven't spoke to my mum? My mum texts me, at like. Mama, no, she emailed me. So she's like one of those mums that like, because we're fucking tight. If I don't yeah. talk to her for a few days, she's like hitting the panic buttons. Yeah. And then she'll start, she sent me a thing like, your rego's due on your card. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, cool. But I like had that moment of calling her and I was like, I, I texted her today and I was like, fuck, like, yeah, I'm sorry. I've, I've legit just been <laughs> so busy. Yeah. But I just couldn't imagine that, you know, but I lived, when I lived away for so long yeah I went back I lived with mum and dad's like we only moved here two weeks ago yeah I went back and I just was like I'm just gonna live with you guys for a bit cause <laughs> yeah. like I'm fucking missing him it was like seven years yeah that's where cool. I saw him like five six times yeah so like just even that but like that I'm like still talking to him all the time still FaceTiming yeah. like cause the world is crazy now of like it's you could be so far away but still be so close yeah skype facetime all that stuff when you travel with having kids it's the best it just keeps it all together but living 10 blocks and not speaking for 10 years yeah that's fucking crazy it's crazy yeah but there i could see that in that like in that struggle there's always something good that comes out of something so hard yeah totally we're, yeah, we're happy as fuck and um, no one's going to stand in the way of that. That's pretty much the way it is, you know what I mean? And that's, like I said, when you've got to, you know how you want it to be, you're the, it's up to you to make it happen. And then, and I just yeah. make it, I just make that executive decision that this is what's going to happen at whatever cost. Whatever cost it's going to take, it's, I'm going to make that happen. Yeah, that's fucking, that's cool. Because hmm. that really is like you can't, there's only a certain level that you can control somebody else's actions. You can't. You, it's like, like, yeah. And it's basically fucking barely anything. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I mean. You just got to make those decisions and move on. And yeah, that's what I, that's what I did. And that's, I still, I'll stand by it till the day I die. Nah, it's fucking, it's <laughs> great. It's, it, it even gives like more context to the whole Valley story. Yeah. It's fucking sick. That's good. It's like, it's, it's pretty, like it's, yeah. Uh, I get, yeah, I love it. It's good. I get, I'm pretty proud of what we've all achieved as a group. And um, it's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been going two and a half hours. Holy shit, we're going to wrap this thing up. Yeah, let's get out of here. Okay. We drank a bottle of fucking very good wine. Shout out to Crafters Union Custom Red Hawks Bay, New Zealand lushness and vigor did <laughs> yeah. we experience lushness and vigor it was good it's wrapped in paper so it must be pretty special hey taking you back to them roots bro <laughs> <laughs> that's my the paper, the paper bag yeah, yeah, yeah. The paper, paper bag, bag. <laughs> well so shout out the brand valley for people that 
uh, have started listening to Gypsy Tales before your episode got deleted. Yeah. Or after your episode got Sorry deleted. Sorry about that. That's all right, mate. It's fucking... It's part of history now. It's part of Gypsy Tales yeah. history. Yeah. So, yeah, let people know where they can get a pair. Yeah. Um, all their Instagrams. We'll link it in the episode anyway. Cool. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Where do we listen? Where do we find us? Check us on valleyeyewear.com and... Uh, anywhere oh, all over the place man yeah anywhere in the world um, you will start seeing them go onto the website see the logo yeah I'll stock us a list everywhere all over the world um, but then watch what happens if you've never heard of Valley before this podcast yeah and then you look at the logo you'll fucking see them on nine <laughs> out of ten of your friends faces because that's what happened to me last time we did this show Gold Coast people wait till you see what I've got coming for you in the next six weeks yee well hey thanks for being in the f- the first episode in the gypsy den yeah the, the, the gypsy dungeon we should call it yeah it's fucking yeah no i'm stoked i'm glad that thanks for we, having me back we made it happen i'm glad dude you can come on whenever you want this is fun i like it it's good eh? it's good fun yeah. we, you know what we need to do you need to tell me someone that you <clears throat> want to come on with marilyn manson yeah, i'll do that but like for real like if you've got oh, someone know? that you want to come on then just bring them on like I even Dude, we if should, like we should get Kerry King in here from Slayer when they come out here in yeah. like six weeks any and like because what would be I haven't had this yet but what I would like to happen is like I want you to bring someone on and then yep. like have the normal gypsy tales thing where I'm like trying yep. to do the conversation but like you're gonna know cool shit yeah, and like just interject and yep. like give your. It's, I want to get. Like I want to get Marilyn Manson in here. His, his stories are fucking next level, bro. I was, I played. This is the new shit, dope show. Uh, what else? Fuck. I had like a little bit of a playlist going that had like a yep. bunch of his shit. I don't want to drop any, not dropping any names, but dude, the last time I went to his house, it was fucking crazy. He called me. He's like, dude, come up, blah blah. Last night I was in LA. And um, it was just me, him, and Courtney Love. <laughs> he's in his lounge room. Oh. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But Fuck. it was fucking crazy, man. Dude, someone on here, like, his level of, like, originality. He's the best, dude. I love him. He's He is the nicest dude, craziest bastard, but just fucking pure gold. Just the unique... Like, he's the best, that's a mate. unicorn right there. Like that's a fucking. <laughs> that's the best way to describe him. That's a uni- that But there's people like that, bro. Yep. There's but there's not that many of them, man. Like, I know, dude. Ted Bundy. You know <laughs> what I mean? Fucking... Like there's just these one. I'm not comparing their actions, yep. but there's like one of that dude. There's one of Marilyn Manson. Even like when I had lunch the other day when I was in Hollywood with Kerry King and his wife, Aisha, he was doing that stuff in the studio. We went and got Mexican and we were talking about Manson. Even she goes, he's one he's one in a million. And I was like, dude, he's right? one in seven billion. <laughs> he, he's one in seven billion. Her husband's billion. Kerry King from Slayer and she's telling me that he's <laughs> next level. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when you know a motherfucker <laughs> is next level. I yep. love, I find that shit so interesting. He's like, the best, dude. He would sit on here for hours and just fucking pluck it apart he's just so fucking smart too dude we could go to him we could make it super easy that would be good yeah no I appreciate it, man I fucking you're you're thanks. one of my favourite guests it thanks, was, for, I thanks was, for having me dude I was bummed when we had to uh, delete the last one sorry about that but we set up this one we're back we're back so, and yeah it's a fucking open invite whenever you okay. want thanks you my man on. so I appreciate it. it dude thanks buddy you. you thanks bro too good that was sick eh? sick fun This episode is brought to you in part by Purina. Purina is dedicated to creating richer lives for pets and the people who love them. 
from helping older pets think like their younger selves to making cat ownership a possibility for more people than ever. Purina is helping pets thrive so they can live long, healthy, and happy lives. Purina has you covered for all your furry friends' needs, whether they meow or bark. From litter to treats to their best-in-class, nutrient-packed food with taste your pets will love. Purina's got your back at every stage of your pet's life. Your pet gives you the joy of the spring sunshine all year round. So today and every day, care for your pet with Purina. Your pet is Purina's passion. To learn more, head to Amazon.com backslash Purina.